Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Ethan. Hello! And Ricardo. Hello! Who's back. I'm He's back. back. Look who's back. Cause I'm a We're bitch. back. Whoa. Language. <laughs> I was going with for Elton John. We're clean on this podcast. Cause I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch, and I'll beat wow. you back. Wow. 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 Guys, go away from like he, he, he leaves for one week and he just just all sorts of sweary. You guys, sweary. He's I back. Wish. Sweary is back. I Who's want back? people got, to enjoy the game. He's got a new game. Game where you go to this town. Everybody turns into armadillos at night. Crazy. What? What's going on with that? Find it's out. It's called the Good Life Armadillos <laughs> version. <laughs> he's just like from now on going to come out with different versions of the. Same game? Yes. Until one of those hits, he'll find an animal that everybody loves. The good life. Uh, Nar- Narwhal version, if he wants to go with the get a Reddit. The- <laughs> get a Reddit investment. The good life. Ferrets. Is there going to be a good life, a uh, good place crossover? That NBC show? There's gonna be uh, no. There's a, gonna be a. There's gonna be a good life, good wife crossover. Good, oh yeah, sure. a good life, <laughs> good wife, good son. Crossover. Good son. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. I don't like this. Hey. All right. Don't look at me. It's like a sweary. Stop crossing it. over all these things. Now he can't get licenses for that. He's gonna just do like a. This is totally not. Twin Peaks, what are you talking about? It just takes place in the Pacific Northwest, and an FBI agent comes to this town when this young girl is murdered under this like weird cult like circumstances. Are weird. And they're pretty weird. But I'm also Japanese. he really also he really loves coffee. And I'm but I'm Japanese, so I don't really So my perception of what makes things weird is different. <laughs> so it's gonna be even double weird. <laughs> <laughs> I would play that game. You should pitch that. Hmm. I don't think anybody would play that game. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely not. At least never not enough. enough. No. What if it came out with an HD version? Uh, sure. Tr- let's try that. All right. Perfect. Our business meeting is concluded. Sold one billion dollars. So, 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 what's next then? Next is we talk about what games we've been playing this week. Uh oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's our music. That's our music sting that happens every time we talk about video games. Yeah. Um, I I ain't got nothing more to talk about that me and Ethan didn't talk about last week, other than that we've been playing Mario Odyssey. Well, how far are you into it? Um, I I, I, I am still taking it slow, but I'm in New Donk City. New, New Donk City. I'm in I'm in that Metro Kingdom. The Metro Kingdom. I may or may not have possessed a manhole cover. Yes. <laughs> You're in that Metro Kingdom. That means Mario. He Mario, many Mario, petties. Yeah, he, exactly. He's he, he he has a he has a messenger bag, and he's fully comfortable with himself. There you go. Um. So speaking of which, I've seen there's a lot. I haven't got to the Witch Kingdom yet. Oh, okay, but well, I mean, if you get to, that's the reason why our good friend Brandon, friend of the show, can't play Mario Odyssey because <laughs> <laughs> there's a Witch Kingdom. There is a Witch Kingdom. You're right. It's not allowed to play it. Witches are bad. 
Um, I was gonna say, speaking of outfits, I see there's a lot of there's a lot of great costumes in this. There's some great costumes. What yeah. are some of your guys' favorite costumes from Mario Odyssey? Um, I, I like the builder costume. Oh, that the one like, from Mario, Mario Maker. Maker? Yeah, yeah, literally from Mario Maker. Literally from Mario Maker. I like. That. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of mixing and matching the costumes, mm-hmm. um, not just n- not running them as a Ooh, set. I can't do that. Mm-mm. Um, so, <laughs> but I will say that the uh, Mario with the fedora, milady Mario, as I call it, is is a pretty good <laughs> awesome. combo. I think he looks snazzy. He looks, he looks no, snazzy no, if he has the suit, yes. Oh yeah, you're right. But not with it. other things. Ah, so you mean <laughs> how most people wear a fedora in 2017? Yes, exactly. <laughs> do people still wear them in 2017? I thought even the nerds at this point had. I, I don't know, I, man. I guarantee there are some, some people you can find. I used to own a fedora. I will. I will confess on I this mean, uh, on this podcast that I did own one. I got I, rid of it way before it became uncool to have those. I, I think was were you in the twenties? Because I don't think they've ever been cool. I think the hat, um, it was it was a um, it was a um, a leftover from I think like my grandfather. I didn't. I didn't delete. I didn't throw it away. I should say it's just I didn't. Ah. I, just, I didn't wear it. Anyway, what were you saying, Ricardo? I was going to say, I think the silliest hat I owned and wore regularly was, like, a bucket hat when I was, like, really young. Nice. And I'm just bucket like... Hats. I didn't even know you could get hats. That, I thought... I, you mean just a bucket? Cause that's no, what no, I no, use. no, no. <laughs> like, those, like... Those, like, floppy hats the with, like, the like, brims all around. Yeah, you see, um, oh, like, fishermen using yeah. them. Yeah, and like, like the flies in them. Yeah. And, like, cliche white tourists. Yeah, yeah I had yeah, one yeah. of those that I wore quite often for, like, a year, and I don't know why, but... Um, hey, wear whatever you want out there, guys, I, but I, I also... I have a- don't just understand that, understand that you look stupid sometimes. I have a bowler hat from my also from my grandfather. I don't like hats. I have um, like I, I usually have, don't like them either. They get they. they... I wore a hat uh, for my Halloween costume and like, t- I actually was surprised how comfortable I was with that. But like, I took it off and it was like it's just like a grease ball. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Like, just the amount of sweat and stuff that gets under a hat. Have you like, ever considered that maybe? That. Have you ever considered that maybe you're the grease ball, Ethan? No the denominator here. No. That's why. I only started wearing lots of hats after I shaved my head, pretty much. Yeah, see, that makes sense. Because I think when you got the hair in there, it's like, hey, where's this grease? And it's essential. It is to me. It's just like an itchy head. Like my head gets itchy. It is essentially just ball caps and beanies, though. Yeah, that's pretty much all. Acceptable, acceptable socially acceptable forms of clothing. Yes. Um, Anyway, Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. My uh, go-to costume is. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it is like the summer outfit or something like that. I think it's called. And it's like the description for it is I'm not clashing, you're clashing, and it's just like <laughs> it's like red stripes vertically, like yellow stripes horizontally, and he's got shorts on, and yeah, he looks like a cartoon character. Um, and then I usually pair that with something ridiculous. Sometimes I have the caveman, ha- the caveman um, costume on, which is gives him this like this skull, on, this like dry bone skull mm-hmm. on his head, and like a big, a big head full of hair. He also has like a scientist hat, which is like from an old Nintendo ad. Yeah, I was gonna um, say yeah, that I has think like he... a visor with like crazy Einstein hair. Yeah, I, th- I was gonna say I think even that like summer costume with all the different clashing Probably, like, yeah. things is is a reference to. Some ad or some kind of appearance of Mario yeah. in something like I've seen. I've seen like the like the old box cover like Mario outfit where like his suspenders were red. Like I've seen that like costume played. Mm-hmm. But I mean, 
some somebody playing with that costume on. So there's like cool references to that, but then there's also just oh, yeah, like that... there's like Diddy Kong. Golf. Yes, I haven't got that one yet, but there there are just that's like, like an amiibo one. I think I know you can yes, unlock them you all can normally, you but... can put a bunch of them with amiibos, and I don't have. I got the Waluigi unlock, one. Wait, doesn't matter. Can you can wow. you unlock them all with without wow. amiibo? With, I with... think that's what I read somewhere. Mm, I could be wrong. I think but I, thought... I think you can, but it it's usually like an uh, a large amount of of I think it's moons. That you need to know. unlock in order to no, then unlock. I've reached. I've I'm at the last level right now, and I've not seen how the game like ends. Man, there's some cool stuff that like little callbacks and stuff like that that are like so cool. Yeah, that are just oh, it's so good, it's so good. Um, but, um, I I really one of the best things that drives my wife crazy that she hates is uh you can um if you put him in his just his boxers, which is one of the clothes that you can buy. His, the sound of his feet is very different. Um, oh, okay. he's wearing his shoes, and it sounds a little bit like this. <laughs> <laughs> Not and uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'll just leave it at that. Oh That's... man, I'm gonna have to buy those. I never bought <laughs> yeah. them because they're like a thousand coins. Which yeah, I mean, but there, I, don't you have? I have like four thousand of those. right Yeah, now. I do too. Like, but yeah. like, I mean, it's I don't know. If it's, what if I need it for nah, something I mean, else? I, you but, never I mean, need the coins. No, you're right. I just I just bought them. It's but like now a I need to buy them. Yeah, exactly. Just. <laughs> when he's running around <laughs> it's just the weirdest sound ever it's like i i put him on and i can only handle I, I can only handle it for about 10 minutes and i was like all right let's change i'm gonna change this let's change let's something get, else let's get his boots back on please but um wearing wearing just underwear and a fedora that's rocking that's rocking a look right there that's, the that's comp that's confidence that's like that's confidence what i tell you i have seen I, I mean i guess i i don't know what to to what extent what would constitute spoilers for people but i know that certain uh certain characters i think actually i think it might be just one character will react in like cutscene to different outfits that you wear oh interesting yeah oh yeah i, I actually I, saw that vi- or part of that video and then i was like no i actually saw costumes i didn't know existed which was weird mm-hmm. yeah i didn't want to i i've not really looked up any costumes not that i'm that concerned about the spoilers but just like yeah, i just i i kind of i like the amount of surprises that i've had so far so i'm i'm happy to keep the surprises coming yeah, i mean i, I think oh i definitely saw a lot of pre-footage stuff before i got the game so i'm not like people some people are crazy like i don't want any of the levels spoiled i don't want any of the costumes yeah. spoiled. i don't want I close my during movie trailers yeah I, uh i'm just like eh, no i i i you know i'm gonna go and get surprised as much as i can but if i i watched footage before a game came out and saw some stuff so you know. yeah well i mean with mario well i i guess not just mario but nintendo games it's kind of a different um idea of like what again what people constitute as spoilers because they're not exactly story heavy but in terms of like what people like what the game is showing you and experiencing the game a lot of people like to go in as fresh as possible i was gonna say it's a weird thing because like a lot of just the straight up mechanics are the times where i'm just like oh wow this is super cool and i'm like i'm so glad this thing gets spoiled for me or like this level or this character that appeared like obviously Mm -hmm. the story is whatever but like i guess it's just it's weird how like the gameplay is a spoiler in some ways. Where yeah, it's like, I don't want I don't want to know what like this crazy thing you can turn into and like how this mechanic. I works. mean, that's because yeah. it's that's, so varied. That's how it was like with Zelda, honestly. 
Yeah. You know, people were true. like, oh, you could do this. Oh, if you do this with that, it'll make this. I don't want to know that. I, I think find that's the crazy part about myself. Zelda, though, is that Zelda's so big that, like, some of those things you just straight up won't know mm-hmm. because it's yeah. just, like, experimentation. But, like, at least in Mario, it's like, oh, you'll eventually find that. If you, like, look around in enough crannies, you can find everything because at least points you in that direction, like Zelda, which is just like, oh, find it. Oh, you can put these, uh, these balloons on this thing and make it fly that's something that you know you can like never know unless you mess with it yeah yeah man that game's great the game is so good so good so good so good it's very good um do you have like a favorite moment or you know not too not too spoilery i I guess i feel uh... like all all the moments are pretty Mm -hmm. i mean probably Mm -hmm. one of the secret paintings i went into was a level that i did not expect to see in this game because, I mean, probably, you know, honestly, if they, I was thinking about it, if they never revealed New Donk City and didn't, like, focus that around their marketing campaign, that would have been a crazy-ass level to see. I guess yeah. it would have been, um, but I kind of I kind of understand, but like, I, at least so I, yeah, far, totally. what they did. Because, like, it's the most interesting level I've got to so far mm-hmm. in terms of its density of the way it's built. It's, like, yeah. a very vertically oriented level, which is different from most Mario levels. And then, like, also... Like, so far, every level has been really fun, but I've had... Like sand level, forest level, uh, water level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. Like they've been really good, really well built levels, but like the environments themselves have been you know very pretty, like all that kind of stuff, but just not creative in terms they're of just their generic, concept. Like, yeah, their I mean, concept really has cool not been stuff in it, but like yeah, the actual the concept has not been that. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, there's one other. There's one level in there. I'm glad they didn't spoil, which is pretty. Well, to be fair, I only saw it in like one of the paintings that I found. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you actually get to go there. It looks like you do, but um, I hope it's in there. I hope it's not just like you look at it and go, wow, I hope I can go there. Anyway, yeah. it's, it's really cool. Um, so I'm glad there, there's another thing in there that's not just like, New Dog City is a crazy new like level that's weird. It's like, no, there's like other ones that are kind yeah. of weird too. So, um, that's which cute. is awesome. Which is good. I'm glad that's in there and like uh, some of the, uh, I, I just I love the things he transforms into. Like I think fifty percent of them are kind of like, eh, this is like a thing just for like a gimmick, for like this little section. While like one of them, some of them change. Like wow, this is like changes the entire level. Like when you get access to this particular mm-hmm. like transformation. Like I think that's so cool. Um, man, thanks for the game. Um, how about you, man? Any, any crazy standout moments? Um, when you first get a new Donk City, it's pretty cool. It's yeah. like raining and thunderstorming. It's like and... a Zack Snyder movie, man. <laughs> okay, well, now I hate it. So, <laughs> thanks, I guess. That Mario drops me... down slow motion and goes... Yeah, the whole city gets destroyed, and Mario's just kind of like, oh, well, whatever, I saved it. I saved the yeah. destroyed city. It's fine. And, like, millions of people die, and... Yeah. But, you yeah. know... But then, at the end, he snaps Bowser's neck. So... Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> All because... Uh... <laughs> pretty brutal. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Bowser's cool. mom's name was Martha too, so I mean, well, no, <laughs> so I, well, I mean, and the part where you know, where Bowser Jr. is like he there's there's like a hurricane coming, there's like a tornado coming, and then like Bowser is like off in the distance and he like falls, <laughs> and like Bowser Jr. is like I can use my abilities to save him, but then Bowser just holds up his hand and he shakes his head, and, yeah. the, and then the tornado takes him away and kills him. This it was yep. a really dramatic part, really yep. character building moment. Yeah. Because he wanted to keep Bowser Jr. safe. Yes, he wanted to make. He didn't want people <laughs> yep. knowing his yep. ability to use a paintbrush and draw <laughs> stuff. He's such a good artist. 
And We're talking was... about the new Superman and Batman movies. We're talking about those terrible DC films. Which um, one, you might say? All of them. All of them. Although I, I heard Wonder Woman was Wonder Woman's actually pretty good. Wonder yeah, Woman's fine. fine. Um, anyway, uh, that's a pretty cool a bit. Um, the costumes are pretty cool. Seeing those are, is fun. Finding uh, When you find a, a, a new... Th- um, like the the best moments of all kind of small moments of just like oh I found this moon that was totally like there's there's a lot of there's a, there's definitely like tricks that you learn about what the game is doing and a lot of them are like oh here's a little one off area with clearly has a moon in it if you do the thing right mm-hmm. but but also there's a hidden but also there's a hidden one somewhere what? like and so usually it'll be like oh go into this room here's a little obstacle course jump on these platforms get to the end there's a moon. But on the very last platform, if you just wait on it for a little bit longer, it takes you further down off screen, and there was another moon there, as, like that kind of thing. And then it's like finding out, finding those, and being like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm onto you, game. I, got, I know your tricks. I know your tricks. I speak your language." Um, there's just an area in New Donk City where you have to like run through this giant crowd of people to get this moon before the time runs out. And then I got to the end of it, and I looked up, and there's another moon, like, up on a sky, like, up on, a, like, a balcony up above. And I was like, aha! And then you have to figure out how to get up there. Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky. It's cool. They just hide stuff, like, in all the little corners everywhere. Like, I think many people on YouTube and stuff like that pointed this out, but there's, like, a reward always. Even if it's just coins or something weird in the environment or an animation for getting, like, anywhere. There are so many ledges that's, like, there's no way you can get up there. People have found, like, weird long jump, throw the hat, jump off a thing, like, bounce off a wall, and, like, do these things that, like, the, maybe the game designers didn't even intend for you to do. Mm-hmm. But then they put, like, stuff on top of that thing anyway. Like, on, I guess on the case. off chance that you could do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they intended for that, but, like, every single tall platform that looks like, oh, that like, there's no surrounding platforms to that there's no switches on it there's no way to climb it but on top of it is like a bunch of coins or something yeah. did they just like thrown in there just in case someone ever gets up there again who knows maybe during play testings people are getting up to you know those those large buildings just you know uh by playing the game and and we're finding nothing and we're kind of like maybe their their creativity was getting squelched so nintendo right. was like let's just some of these coin piles up here or something something for them totally um and i think that's the thing that from everything i've seen with the game unfortunately i haven't gotten to play it but um something that that comes through in this game is just that it just not to say that like the the last couple of mario installments have been like you know unfun or like unwhimsical cuz you know it's mario but it's like this one in particular feels like the like it, it the game knows Mario's legacy and is just having fun with like all the things yeah. that Mario has been and seen and done like for sure throughout his lifespan. I think um I think I heard a reviewer or someone say something on the lines of like at this point, Mario is just like a brand that just like gets slapped into totally whatever weird things they can they can think of to put him in, basically because like he's like running around with like normal humans in New Donk City, and it's not explained ever like mm-hmm. in any form. Even freaking Paulina looks like a normal human compared to him, and yeah. then like and then he goes and there's like skeleton men in the ne- in like the fake desert, not Mexico land, which is um like you know. Uh-huh. Like it just like this is like it's just like ah what, that was, 
What would be weird? What would be fun? That's just what it is. That's just, mm-hmm. We're just going to do that. Yeah, I think I've seen, like, different levels have, like, characters from the other, like, worlds just hanging out in them. Like, in New Donk, there's, like, one of the, like, seals or whatever from the, the ice level. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it's it it looks hilarious, but it also makes... It also makes, like, a lot of sense within the own context of the game. Yeah. No, it's 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 a fun game. It's it's just it's just there to for you to explore and and platform and find cool stuff, and uh, it just it has fun with itself, which is cool. So, so yeah, I'm um I'm taking it real slow because I just I'm just loving exploring and finding as many moons as I can before I go to a new area. I usually play in t- each level until I'm at the point where I wouldn't say frustrated, but like at the point where I'm like, okay, I really can't find anything else. But I obviously am short, like, you know, 30 moons or whatever, however, you know, because each, each place is, like, up to, like, 70, 80 moons sometimes in one level. Um, and so, all right, I'm kind of out of uh, moons to find that I can easily see, so I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and head on the next level. And I've been trying to get every costume that I can, too, because those are fun. Um. Okay, well, that's that. Mario Odyssey. Um... Ethan, you've been you've so you've played everything else. Mm-hmm. I, I I finished all the it games. Says right I here, also, you so, yeah. It says Ethan played Mario Odyssey and everything. I like that that's separate from Mario Odyssey though. That's nice. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Mario Odyssey stands on its own as such a good game, but I want Mario to Odyssey else, is everything else. Yeah, and but you've also played everything. Yeah, so Mario Odyssey is okay. an exception from everything. You know, he's standing above the crowd. Okay, mm-hmm. so tell us. I mean, we we're in it for the long haul here. Tell us about everything. All tell right, me so, everything about everything. So here's everything about everything. Now we're obviously talking about the video game called Everything. Yes, and not. So this is a game that we saw at NEK. I think a lot this year, but last year. A while ago. And then it like had a like, need three trailer or something like that. Have, like, a short yeah. Thing. Like, like again, part of a reel, I think it's a weird game. So yeah, it, the gimmick, I guess, is the fact that you can embody everything in the world. So you can go to like small, tiny, like ants and go lower than that and turn to microbes basically, or uh, uh, like pollen and things like that. Like you can, and then you can go up higher, higher and higher up the um, hierarchy and become like different things. And the way they animate is they just roll. They don't, there's no walking animation. So you get like a horse. The first thing you do is you immediately just like roll forward and all the creatures in the game just roll. Okay. It's very strange. It's like a, a so you can then recruit other creatures. And the more you recruit, the more uh, you can unlock as like you can possess different things and become different creatures and stuff. It's a very relaxing sort of cerebral game. Is it like a Katamari in that sense, or no? I have never played a Katamari, but... Okay. Maybe? I don't think so. Um, (laughs) You just kind of go around, and there's no real objective. As you roll around, you can, like, talk to different uh, plants or rocks or animals and, like, become them. Or not talk, become them, but, like, listen to them. But then you can also keep going in any direction. doesn't matter, and you can get different objectives. Or uh, unlocks, I'm sorry. And as you get the unlocks, you can do different things, such as, like, dance. And you can have, like, multiple characters dance, and eventually they'll procreate as they get done dancing. It's weird. So, like, you could have a whole squad posse following you around. You can group up with other uh, creatures of the same type. Um, You can also sing and, like, interact with other creatures that aren't the same type. It's, It's a very 
cerebral relaxing experience but but what is play. the uh, what is the objective what's the grand objective? there is no objective it's just i guess if you want you can try to possess everything okay. like it has like it has a screensaver mode doesn't it like... yeah there's an autoplay mode where you just hit autoplay and it just does its own thing and who knows what kind of mess i'll get into i never actually touched it i was just mostly just playing it's this like game. it's yeah, it seems like it's like a thing that you just like kind of like. There's even like let weird audio and... logs that you can like unlock by talking yes. to something, and it's like <laughs> yeah. this, this person, I've seen some of that. like uh, this professor giving like a speech or something. I have no idea who the person is. It's like some philosophy about like how people are connected and everything, and like how we don't know anything and the morality of things, and just it's like some super deep shit, and you're just like this weird you know, giraffe flopping around and then becoming a giant tree that, like, moves around and becomes, like, a forest that flows through the desert. It's freaking weird, man. It's a weird, weird game, and I want to play more of it. I didn't get as much time into it as I wanted to, but I feel like that's a game where it's, like, if everyone's hanging out, talking or whatever, you just pull this thing up, and everyone just goes, what is going on? But you don't have to, like, really pay attention to it. You can just kind of enjoy it. Hmm. And like Matt said, there's, like, a weird autoplay mode in it. Um which you can activate. Yeah, and do I, stuff th- with. It, I think it does record which things you've like. Yes. Controlled. So, so then, like, yeah, like you said, theoretically, I guess the if you want, you know, theoretical, you could become every game is just to like, at least once have everything right. Yes. And it's, um, there's a lot of things. Yeah, um, I think I see. I think I saw screenshots of people coming like guns and stuff, and it's like, what's going on? Uh it's it's. It's a weird ass game. Like it's super strange. I picked it up in the humble uh, one, the monthly humble bundles, and I'm looking forward to playing it. But it's just, I don't know. It's very unique and very weird. It's it's super relaxing and fun. I mean, I re- I actually really recommend it if you're looking for that type of game of like a chill out game, just kind of um, hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so strange. I'm trying to see if I can find how many different objects are in the game, but I can't because I know at some point it says. You can get every object in the cyclopedia, and um, then it starts like a weird new game plus mode. What? Yeah, it's so it's so freaking strange. Um, also, it's all I mean, randomized also, when you start, so you also could, like, everything everything like animates like like when we say everything, it's like it's down to like molecules, right? You get to yeah, like, yeah. you get to like molecules, and then uh, you can become all the like, way uh, up diseases to like galaxies. And things. Like, yeah, you know, I haven't right? gotten like... that big. I don't know how to get that big, but I want to be able to like take control of galaxies and things like that. Like, it's just the scale is just crazy. Like, it's really yeah. trippy seeing the scale, and it's that I I really love scale in video games. Like, that's why I think Shadow Colossus is like a fantastic game because it does scale mm-hmm. so well and gives you that sense of like. Oh, are you getting that HD remake? I might, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Um. But I love the fact that, like, what, I know, when games go to I scale, that's why I like, um, that's why i kind of been drawn to character action games, because they really do scale well, of, like, you just being the small thing and, like, mm-hmm. attacking this big, giant thing. And that's something that video games can do really easily and give you that sense more so than, I think, like, mm-hmm. even movies and things like that, where it just turns into, like, CGI, and it's just like, oh, this is a mess. But, like, mm-hmm. the scale is just something else, and th- this game really works with that yeah. this is the first kind of like weird simulation game that does that I, so i think i think the god of war games for me yes. have always been the like the, they do a good the, job with like the backgrounds and stuff like that yeah. to really give you a sense of yeah like i think even god of war one like way way back on the ps2 when like the camera first like pulled back and showed you like the scale of everything happening around you but you were and then like i think i even like stopped moving my controller because I'm like, oh, okay, this is 
probably taking me to the next screen, but it's like, no, you, you have to keep moving. Like, you're still mm-hmm. on the screen. You're still in control of your little guy on the screen, but uh, it's just showing you this skill. And I, I don't know if it's a trick. I feel like it's a trick that a lot of games don't necessarily leverage that well. Like, I can't, I'm having trouble thinking of the last game that really did scale exceptionally well. Um, I felt like well, Titanfall de- 2 campaign actually did that pretty well, weirdly enough, mm-hmm. in certain it, situations. It, it, de- it depends on what you mean by scale, too, because I feel, I feel like uh, Breath of the Wild does scale very well, but maybe not That's in true. the way you yeah, two are talking no, about you're, it. You're, talking, you're, you're, you're literally talking right. about, la- you guys are literally talking about, like, large, like, vistas and stuff like that, but I mean, yeah, Breath like of the Wild showing does that. Yeah, like, showing you how, yeah, I guess, I guess certain, certain areas specifically in Breath of the Wild, when you kind of are scaling it, and then you kind of look down on what you've actually trekked and you can actually see and follow your yeah. path along to what you what you just yeah. did I mean, a lot um, of open world games do it but i feel like i guess it's weird they don't take advantage of it mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah like even even like the assassin's creed games where you climb the tower and it pulls out and shows you like the circle like shot of all the surrounding area even that doesn't feel as like genuine as it's again, it's it's yeah like i feel like a lot, games. A, a lot of the third person games uh, don't utilize like the right camera work for that because they need the player to have control of the camera because mm-hmm. obviously i mean like I, and i don't mean this in a negative way like i just mean that like you like if you can't take the control of the camera away from the player in most cases that's that's gonna be a, a bad gameplay experience for mm-hmm. them but the god of war games do that by really carefully crafting the certain areas they want you to walk through and kind of like having that be a specific camera. Like it's all about camera angles, right? There's a lot of like really, really high up in the air, top down camera angles and a lot of like low camera angles too, that show you a big expansive, you know, background maybe that you're, that you're running past or through or things yeah. like that. Um, and I think that uh, shadow of the Quas is the same basic thing by having it be having that, like there's always that button, which focuses your view on the, on the 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 colossus that you're currently you know fighting mm-hmm. so that gives you that very much like oh shoot i'm looking like straight up in the air to look at this like to look at this thing you know what but, i mean like the camera zooms down and like gives you that view plus anytime you're like on an actual like creature that's like massive and you can like walk around it like that gives you a sense of like whoa this thing is massive when i'm i'm physically walking on it like that's mm-hmm. crazy yeah um, yeah like the uh, video games great. yep uh you played Hearthstone. Is there anything worth mentioning there, or what's what's the what's the Hearthstone? So, is, it's still Hearthstone. What's Hearthstone's it's Hearthstone's good. It's Hearthstone's good. Um, hmm. Let's see. I haven't played in a long time, so it's very interesting going back to this game where you basically just look at all the cards I had, and I was like, "Cool, disenchant all yeah, of I was this." Say, and it took none forever. of the, all of these are useless now. Yeah, unless you play wild. Like some people are really into playing wild, which is their I mode that lets you play everything. But like that just sounds that. like. It just seems like madness. I can't do that. It seems ridiculous. There's no for balance. Me, for me, it, well, yeah, that's the thing. There's no balance, and it's like there's no real pro- like progression there. So I'm just like, why, why am I playing? Why am I yeah. playing? Anyway. You're just getting cards for everything. Anyway, um, yeah, so I I think the reason I wanted to bring this up was just because like it's so different from like when I kind of stopped playing, which I think was in... Uh, it was like the expansion of four, the one night in Karazim, Karazan. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, probably about like halfway through these uh, expansions. Whispers of the Old Gods? Yeah, I think I played a little bit of Whispers of the Old Gods and stopped, but not much of it. All right. Um, 
like going back to this and just being like, man, it's maybe it's just because I have so much dust. I was able to craft like pretty good decks mm-hmm. afterwards. Like I still have a ton of dust left over and I'm kind of waiting for the next expansion to come out, which was prompt kind of was the main reason that prompted me to start playing again. Cause actually it looks really cool. Um, but I'll talk about, I guess I'll talk about it more in the news section. Um, okay. Uh, but like, going back and like playing it it's like oh wow being able to like pull off these combos and things is super interesting and fascinating and like the being able to play on my phone is really cool because i can just do other things like i don't know it's it seems weird to be talking about this game again but like it's a lot has changed like the whole death knight mechanic now where you get a uh there's like a legendary card for each class that turns your character into a death knight and gives a whole new character ability uh and like some armor it's that like just changes up how everything works and it's interesting how they keep coming out with these new um uh types of like new spins on this game that's like been around for quite a while now and it's reaching maturity but like Mm -hmm. uh i think that's it's it's just it's still like really good Um, yeah no the, the the game is really good i think the game has done a good job of like again switch like switching the the meta up enough that you like every time you come back it's like you're you're playing something new but also keeping the base game to, like to your basic understanding like if you yeah. if you like if you like using warrior decks you're probably going to find viable warrior decks in every expansion it's just the way you play might have to change up a mm-hmm. little bit a, little a bit. bunch of pirates in this expansion or exactly. whatever exactly pirates are super cool yeah um, or or you might power. find something that works with a specific like meta like for when I was playing a lot of Whispers of the Old Gods I would play a lot of Cthulhu priest I believe which was essentially basically a priest that was just meant to survive until they could get their Cthulhu you could, you could out Cthune, right, yeah, yeah and then basically just burst down the the opponent really really quickly once that Cthulhu got out but um yeah. So it was like all about card draw and about cards that would boost your Cthulhu up. And I had never played Priest before that, and when I recently played again and, you know, started getting into the new meta, I was not into Priest again, but, like, in that very brief period, it was fun to play Priest. Yeah. This is kind of like, it shakes up just how each class plays mm-hmm. with whatever meta's around. Um, yeah, it still kind of sucks to, to like, kind of look that stuff up and be like, okay, I'm going to go, like, a tier list here. And, mm-hmm. I mean... It, a lot of places have good budget guides for almost every class, so you can totally. play them. And they're, like, pretty cheap to make and don't cost, like, any legendaries, which is... The bulk of where your money's going to go is to these legendaries. Um, I've been playing Hunter, uh, mid, okay. mid-range Hunter, which is kind of like the normal standard type of Hunter, like, mm-hmm. no special gimmicks. It's just Hunter. Very aggressive. There you go. Um, that's been working really well. I always play Zoo Warlock every time because it's just annoying. It makes people mad, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um... And what was the other one I've been playing? Uh, Druid. I'm trying to get into Druid because I haven't played since they put Mean Streets of Gadgetzan mm-hmm. where they have this crazy Jade Golem thing, like mm-hmm. mechanic, where every time you summon a Jade Golem, it gets more and more powerful. So, like, your first Jade Golem you do is 1-1. One, one. The next one will be, like, 2-2, two, 3-3, two, three, three, wow. four, 4 so on. So, like, there's, you just put a bunch of cards that are just, like, all going to summon them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's the one gives you, like, a Mana Crystal and summons a, a Jade Golem. So, like, the cool thing about that is no matter where you are in the game, that's always useful. Yeah. Um, because there's going to be just more and more powerful uh, dudes. It's just really fun. Like, I, they swapped it up enough where I'm interested. But, I mean, I'll talk about a bit more about why I actually started. Yeah. Or the, the thing that made me go, oh, I want to play this game again in the 
uh, news section. Yeah, I, again, I think from the start, I I dug the enrage mechanic, so I played a enrage warrior with like berserkers like Gurbashi Berserker, Frothing Berserker, and then when they came out with Blackrock and the uh, Grim Patron, then like my decks got out of control. And like I really love playing those those warrior and rage decks. And then they phased out Black Rock, but they yep. also replaced it with a bunch of like cards that kind of perform similar functions to Grim Patron. So like mm-hmm. that deck is still viable just with a few tweaks to it. So again, I think Hearthstone's a really fun game and a really cool game to keep revisiting periodically. Yeah. One thing I find that's kind of annoying about it, um, is there's one card that's almost in every recommended warrior or uh, hunter deck. Mm-hmm. It's called like a uh, sweet old grandma or something like that, and it's very it's, clearly a wolf. Yeah, and, it was, it's the wolf card. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. But the only way to get that is by like, playing through the certain wing in one night in Carazan, yeah, which those... I can't get to because I don't want to spend twenty dollars on expansion. Which, and... Although it's probably fun. It costs like a ton welcome of gold. The, welcome the card games. Yeah, in, I know. In, in I'm just the- like if you want to be in the, you gotta have all the, you gotta have the latest stuff if you want to be in theory. In the meta. In theory, I liked. In theory, I liked the idea of like, oh, these single player adventures that have like these wacky mechanics and stuff. But in practice, I've never enjoyed playing any of those things. You always it just seems to... more frustrating. Like, well, because you, you have, have to, to create a specific deck to like tailor to each wing and then beat it, and then you get the cards that you want, and then you have to spend more money to unlock the next wing, which is then more work. Because I just, I just don't find it fun. Like having to, it's like a banjo kazooie nuts and bolts situation where it's like instead of just getting something solid and then making tweaks to it, like you're having to build like from start to finish like a lot of times and it becomes more frustrating than fun. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Um But uh that's that's a minor thing. I mean, most of the other cards are pretty easy to craft. It's just annoying that you can't craft those. There's no other way to get them. You can craft every other card in the game, but like mm-hmm. not the ones in the single player. Yeah. But uh meh. anyway. Sucks. It's not about Hearthstone for now. Sucks. See ya. Ricardo, what's this game that you've been playing? What is it? I never heard of it before. Yeah. Okay. So I've there's I I've been He's traveling. Been away. I've been traveling. So there's so I've been pretty much going fully just like phone games, games that I can play and travel. Actually, a game I haven't didn't put on here that I'll just mention briefly was having you guys talk about Picross. I finally was like, let me see if I can't find a a Picross game on iOS. Just you sure can. Just downloaded the like the first one that was there that had decent reviews. It's called Picross Luna. Picross is fun. I like it. It's addicting. I also mm-hmm. kind of get frustrated, mainly because <laughs> mainly because like on a phone screen, a lot of times when you're dealing with bigger puzzles that have seemingly sure. smaller squares, it's like yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna click this box, and then it clicks the one next to it, and I'm and like, you're like, and it's like you're wrong, and I'm like, well, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. But uh, um, can you can you like zoom in on on the on the phone? And, not like... not in this not in this version. That, that sucks. Did, so yeah, it's uh, I don't know if it's necessarily the best one. It had decent enough reviews. The one funny thing about it was that. It's clearly not 
an American studio that made it and seemingly not an American studio that localized it because the localization in it is terrible. <laughs> so much so that I was like, man, I don't really know how to play Picross and this isn't really teaching me. It's so, me at all. So I uh, don't know if I need to get a different game, but I think the concept was easy enough once I like yeah. once you figure it out. So Sure, sure. Um yeah. The um yeah. the nice thing about the three DS ones is that you have to actually like activate block breaking mode mm-hmm. rather than just like so that way it's much harder to miss tap because yeah. you're not just gonna like be tapping to like scroll the screen or something like that. You you have to actually hit the button that says, Okay, I'm gonna break break blocks now. Oh so, that's cool. So that's easier to yeah, avoid and this, those and, problems. In this one there's like a, a mode you can put it in where it will check like it will check the boxes off for you like kind of like in a weird minesweeper way like where you can kind of like mark blocks that you don't want to touch or or that you have a suspicion that you that you know are part of the puzzle but um but uh it, I never found I never found that necessarily useful um so yeah Picross is fun I you should probably find a different game than this to play it, but uh, this one was decent enough for the purposes of playing it on a plane or whatever. Um, the other game I've been playing is this mobile game that I actually saw in a Facebook ad, which immediately made me think that it was it was going to be just god-awful, but I decided to give it a, a shot because it is a uh, subject matter very near and dear to my heart. And that is uh, a professional wrestling, and this game is called the Muscle Hustle, and it is a wrestling. It is a wrestling game in oh, spirit. Oh, well, I'm done. It is a wrestling game in spirit, in that the, you know, it's all painted and like motifed as a wrestling game, but in reality, the game is a weird hybrid of a of a turn based. RPG and uh billiards game. So there's a tabletop what? game. Yeah, and so there's a tabletop game called uh Catacombs. It's been out for it it was released I think many many years ago and game. recently yeah. did a Kickstarter re-release um and basically that game is a, an RPG like dungeon crawl where the method of attacking is each character is represented by this like w- slidey wooden disc, and you flick it at other characters to interact with them, whether it's be you know hmm. attacking them or or activating some other sort of thing. So that is what the gameplay is similar like is similar to uh, in the Muscle Hustle. So in the game, you play as a team of three wrestlers. And you are in, you know, in a ring against waves of various enemies. And the way that you attack them is in a sort of Angry Birds or phone pool sort of style of each each wrestler is represented by a disc with their portrait on it. And you pull back and let go and ricochet across the ring and uh, try to, you know, hit as many of the opponents as possible to deal damage. And you'll be bouncing off the ropes and you can also like um each character has different abilities so you can slingshot your character into other teammates and activate their abilities like for example one guy if you actually ricochet him into a corner he'll go up to the top rope and after your attack is finished 
he'll jump off the top rope and kind of like land on the nearest enemy for like a lot of damage or there's like another character who when you bounce off of him he like doubles your speed so like if you don't have a good shot on a lot of enemies you can kind of bounce off the ropes and bounce off of him and hopefully like come back and and knock a lot of enemies around so it's a lot of like chaotic fun like air hockey slash pool style gameplay and it's really interesting like it's really really interesting and i really wasn't expecting anything from it and it's all again wrapped in this motif of uh professional wrestling and there's a lot of you know phone elements to it like if you get your if you get knocked out in a fight you know your guy will be out for a few minutes although the timers right now are like at two minutes like before your guy is back so that's not too too bad and you can actually, you know, slap gear on your your various wrestlers and level them up, and then they will actually, much like Pokemon, evolve. So their look will actually like evolve, and they'll gain like a different moniker and stuff. And it's just really interesting and fun for this game that I wasn't really expecting much out of, and um, I I I highly really recommend cool. it. That's yeah. Cool. neat. Yeah, it's I, I'm looking it's, at the I'm looking at the character art. That's some. Pretty Capcom like character designs. Yeah, the, the 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 character art is is what it is what it is. Like there's That's some fine. there's some okay stuff in there, but there's also like it's kind of generic. Very stuff. generic uh, like comic booky style uh artwork. But other than that, like the presentation is cool. I like the gameplay, like it's just a a fun, interesting, different game. Like um Yeah, if you're you're into wrestling or pool or or both. It seems like it could be a fun experience. Hmm. What if I'm not into wrestling? If you're not into wrestling, I don't know. I'd say it's still worth checking out. It's free, so free. What's the harm? What's a the little harm? phone space taken up? It totally doesn't. When you've been playing My for me- like the 30 megabytes minutes, of data. Say, hey, spend two dollars and we'll yeah. give you a bunch of this stuff, so you can level Ooh. up real fast and not even have to, you know, enjoy the early parts of the game. Sounds great. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a mobile what a, what game. A bar- what a bargain! It's a mobile game. Alrighty, let's go and move on from mobile games to the news. The news. Um, we have here, uh, special, uh, Blizzard correspondent, Ethan Hawks. Hey, I'll went, shop reporting. Uh, went, uh, went to, uh, Blizzard, uh, went to BlizzCon this week, this weekend. He went to Blizzard. He went to I Blizzard. went to the Blizzard. He went to, he went, he got, he got a Blizzard from Dairy Queen. It was delicious! <laughs> the classic Dairy Queen catchphrase. It was delicious! <laughs> it was delicious. BlizzCon. Um, how was it? What was it like? Was it, it was cool? Good. It was a good BlizzCon. Um, what not... defines a good BlizzCon? As someone who likes Blizzard games but is not really like a hardcore Blizzard hasn't fan, hasn't played them in a while. I'm a pretty hardcore or... Blizzard fan. I played almost every no, Blizzard no, game. No, no, me. Excuse I mean, me. I was talking about me, not you. I don't care about you. What? Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I was saying, as a, someone who likes Blizzard games but not a hardcore uh, Blizzard fan, is it like? Uh. Would it be? Is it weird for? Like, is it? Is there anything cool there that? Is not for, like is it cool if you're not a hardcore Blizzard fan, or do you have to be pretty much a hardcore um, Blizzard fan? Too? I think so. Like I don't care. Like I remember back 
when I first started going, um, I remember if you weren't a, fran- a fan of World of Warcraft, like you there was no, there weren't, uh, was not a whole lot of stuff for you to yeah, do. Yeah, but back when they only had like basically just that game, it was that and Diablo. I think it was in Diablo and, and Starcraft. Diab- like the main but, thing was World uh, Warcraft. Like they didn't yeah. have anything else. Now they have like all these different properties. You know, you could be in the Hearthstone, you could be in the Heroes of the Storm, both are free games. Um, or you could yeah, be Overwatch, you know, Overwatch which has got a huge community. Yeah, which is huge. Um, you know, you can do all those different things, which is funny because this year is the, the these have StarCraft, StarCraft, man, I'm messing up words today. StarCraft. StarCraft. Lore StarCraft. Um, these have StarCraft in the big arena, the uh, Anaheim Convention Center, and the, it's now been booted out, and freaking Overwatch is in there now because it's just, especially in America, like such a big They have, and they have like the World Cup going on, either already did or is. Yeah, I think that was a start. Like, the finals, I think, were I think that was at like, BlizzCon and, or something like I think that. that was I can't the, remember, but. I know that there was like the unveiling of the Blizzard Arena had a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. They, but last year, they definitely had some World Cup stuff at BlizzCon. I don't think they it did. Was the finals, I, think they, but... I think they did again this year. I believe yeah. it was different uh, nations coming together and yeah. shooting each other. Um, so this is also another year where they let more people in to the convention because they finished some construction on the Anaheim Convention Center, so now they can put even more stages and things, which kind of made it a little bit hectic to get across from one side to the other. Like, it'd be like, oh, I have this pen I want to go to. I got to walk all the way across this other side. So it's gotten bigger, which isn't necessarily bad because now more there are more badges and more opportunities. But um, mm-hmm. uh, I guess uh, the reason it was a good BlizzCon was just because uh, there's just a lot of different variety of different things you can kind of do to it do in it and they had a lot of good panels from like the community and stuff like that some of them were just about hey if you're interested in coding like here's how we do some of the coding practices here here if you're mm-hmm. interested in sound design here's like how we do sound design for these cinematics if you're interested in like becoming a streamer let's interview like a bunch of top streamers uh it's just like a whole bunch of different things it's it's almost like more like do you like uh, are you into things that Blizzard does? We'll show you our perspective. Yeah, on this I was gonna say, are you into things that Blizzard touches? Like, yeah, this like, is yeah, we're into cinematics. Here's all how the sounds done mm-hmm. in the cinematics. You know, it's, it's things like that. That's neat. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's a really cool fan convention. But on top of that, it is as a, a very much a um, you know, a cool like, hey, do you like these type of video games? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no Destiny. Um, I was kind of curious if they put Destiny around there just because, hey, it's, you know, the Blizzard launcher. But I guess, yeah, they rebranded Battle.net for a reason. There was no Destiny. To be no, mentioned. then they unrebranded it, remember? Yeah, that's what it's I mean. Now. It's now Battle.net. Um, again. Again. Um, there is one thing that I have a bone to pick. So, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know loot boxes, What's that right? Bone? We've had, oh. we've had <laughs> oh, yeah. discussions about that. Okay. So, there... Blizzard has loot boxes. They love loot boxes. They put them in Overwatch, and it was a big hit. I think that was the first game they started doing it. And then they completely redesigned how you get loot in Heroes of the Storm to include loot boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love the loot boxes, and people say, like, you know, Blizzard's one of the worst because Overwatch is so big. Um, <clears throat> so what they did is now the goodie bag this year, they always give out a goodie bag, and it used to be this, everyone gets the exact same thing. Last year was, like, a cool Stein. Um and you got oh, like, yeah, a bunch of, like cool. cool things yeah it was it was really cool like they give quality like, stuff nice that I yeah nice stuff I, yeah like year before it was a bag I still have that bag because it's a good bag um this year it was a backpack and the okay. backpack was cool it's a nicely designed backpack they have a, actually this fun thing instead of doing like pins they give away they give away these badges that are velcro and there's a little spot that you can stick them on the uh, the backpack so you can kind of customize it a little bit I think that's that was a really neat um, addition but anyway 
Inside the backpack, not everyone got the same thing. Well, technically they did. Oh, they I all think I see got, where this is going. They all got little bags full of different things you could buy at the Blizzard store. So, for example, they have these pins they give out every year. And um, there's, like, Series 4, and they give you one package of the pins. They give you one package of these little, like, uh, backpack hangy things. They give you another package full of these cute but deadly um, little Overwatch characters that are, like, almost like mini, mini Funko Pops, mm-hmm. which are actually really cool. Um, and then they give you another patch or another bag of um, something else. I don't remember what it is. But anyway, they're all blind boxes. There's not a single thing that you know you get in there except for mm-hmm. the like a set of patches you can put on the back of your bag. There's not a single thing. So everything in there is just like, here's a little taste of uh, here's a little taste of what you can get, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. look on the back of this box. Mm, you didn't like this, uh, this Lucio you got in this uh, little cute but deadly uh, figure? Uh... You want to get another one? Well, you got it. The only way to get it. Is to go to our store and buy more, buy more yeah. of these little blind boxes, and you might not even get what you want. And it's like there's a line, like at least in their digital games, they give you an option, except for Hearthstone, that one specific. We talk about Ethan. These are all cosmetic things. Pins are just they're just cosmetic. You're totally right. These are all cosmetic things. But if you want a thing, you know, this is a fan convention. You're celebrating. You're you're celebrating your corporate overlords. You know, you wanna you wanna get the one thing that represents your interest. Mm-hmm. And they, there's no option just go and buy like a Lucio uh, badge. I mean, this the one thing, or Lucio little figurine. I I say this because when I opened up my little Overwatch figurine, it was Lucio, and my the friends I was with just looked at me and was like. I'm gonna have to get that from you, and I'm like, what? And I just felt like, what? What do you mean? It's like they—they've created this. She's just like, did you play him as a main? I'm like, no, but I think he looks cool. <laughs> and I was like, so I, I felt like I had to give it to her. It's just fine. I don't mind. But like, it was just one of those things where it's like, there's no way for her to get it unless she trades with one of her friends. You she know? trades like, with one of her friends, or she buys an inordinate amount of blind exactly, boxes and, and hope you get it. It's almost they, like it's almost like the corporate overloads know that the fans are the most willing to spend. Exactly, way more money than a normal person. Totally, and <laughs> they've had the um, they've had this stuff before. Like that, uh, I sent a Snapchat to Matt about like these little boxes, these little round guys who turn the crank and little maybe capsule, you'll get like capsule machines. The capsules are literally capsule machines, and they pop out with these little generic capsules. You can collect all eight, and they're all fun. They're all different characters. But like the main thing you want is inside. It's like either digital codes or codes for like really cool things. But you know. Each each turn is a dollar, so just keep going and hope you get something cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, whatever. That's okay. I'm okay, whatever. That's fine. Do people just sit there like in front of one of oh, those? Oh, there's a huge line. Like, there's a huge line. But like, well, it, so there's a huge line, right? When you get up to the thing, do you get one turn of the crank or no? No, you, you get you, you got to spend all your money on it. So you, you can just, just stand sit there, there like everyone else just is waiting in line while you just sit there like yeah, money into this machine. It doesn't take very long because I mean it no, is, it's it's just a crank. It's just a, it's just a capsule yeah. machine. But um, and there's also like pin trading, which is you know a thing that you can do. And there's a lot of pins you can just buy, but mm-hmm. there is like of course blind packs of pins that are like a certain series. And I um, I am guilty it, of that being a Disneyland. Uh, but they don't older. have but they don't have blind packs, do they? They do. They do. There oh, are now do. blind boxes for for pins at Disneyland. Yeah. Yep. It's... Or you can so, find a trader that has that has them. Yeah, exactly. So they had this whole line just for trading pins, which they've had in the past, but I don't know. For some reason it rubbed me the wrong way the fact that 
in the past, you'd get this goodie bag and everything was like, oh, this is a cool, I got this dumb, like, Reinhardt hammer that I can hit people with. Like, everyone gets, like, the same dumb thing. But now everyone gets much smaller, lesser dumb things. Like, <laughs> and, 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 that, and not the dumb thing that you want. You have to trade it if you want to get someone else's dumb, dumb thing. thing. And here's the other thing. They have an add-on pack for the goodie bag. Oh, you can spend, God. like, $25 more and you literally just get more loot boxes inside of it. Like it's a weird way to get discount. It's the best value in quotes to get these type of. Oh, did it say best value? Yeah, no, but I know it is. No, best no, value. but I know it is. Like if you do the math, you you do save some money by sure. buying these random things of stuff you may not want. Like I don't know. It was just it just kind of just like oh Blizzard, you really are embracing this. You are embracing, uh, you know, the, the amount of like loot boxes and stuff like that. They actually. There's a lot of times they talk about loot boxes too, and how much data and knowledge goes into like, you know, what people like and what people craft. They say like, oh, this is the most in-demand item for Heroes of the Storm. This is what most people craft. Here it is. Like they have data on all that stuff. So now they're turning it at kind of instead of it feeling for the fans, it feels like exploiting the fans to me. Yeah. And, and like, here's a taste of this thing. Come, come get more. It's not like. Oh, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, and you like that, you can engage with it. It's, it's. I don't know. It, it. I feel like I just got a backpack and a bunch of stuff I don't want. Yeah, um, it's. It's. They, did they it's have a lame the, thing to complain backpack, about? But. The backpack itself was the. Well, I mean, hey, BlizzCon's not cheap, right? Like, no, it's. It's. I think it's two hundred dollars. I think. Yeah, I mean, like that's like more expensive than most conventions that we yeah. go to. It's like, very that's, expensive. Like. You know, I I wouldn't ever say oh they owe you something, but like it in recent years they've rewarded fans who spend that money and are with, like, the biggest cool fans with cool stuff. And now yeah. they're like, oh, we'll give you a taste of a cool thing that you can now spend more money on once you get here. Yeah, to like get the complete set of kind of the thing. Totally, and, that's, and I mean, I mean, purchasing that's like a it, lot of. It's the same argument that like I think people have just been making about loot boxes recently. Recently, that is definitely like preying on a sort of person who is. Obs- who is easily obsessive and true that person least, has to know their limits as much as like a person who's easily, you know, gets addicted to gambling, but like, it's also a little bit predatory, at least true. a little bit, you know, maybe not as bit. bad as, maybe not as bad as gambling, but like, it's at least a little bit like, and, and the thing yeah. that's nice is at least you get, um, like at least you can craft that thing in that game. If you really want it, like really bad, like there is a way to obtain it. Mm-hmm. If you have no friends at the convention, or you know, really socially awkward, it, it, you basically just have to spend a bunch of money on those loot boxes. You know, it's the only way to get everything you want. It's it's a bit ridiculous, but I don't know that that part really bugged me. But uh, the rest of the convention was still good. I mean, it, it was very similar. But um, yeah. So should we talk about like some of the announcements there? Or yes. Okay. So definitely. They had a key. I guess we call the keynote. Um, where they went through like almost all their games, like the big announcements for each game. And it's cool having an announcement for almost every game except for Diablo, which I'm guessing Diablo 4 maybe is around the corner. I was going to say, like, down on that. I feel like how like they just released, I think, like that. What was Necromancer? it? Like, they, well, the, and then they released like an uh, like a final like a, a what I can't remember the exact name of oh, it. Oh, really? It's they like, said that it was like the final patch. Well, no, no. It's like it's called like the like never-ending challenge like bundle for for Diablo 3, which I think has, you know, um what's the Reaper of Souls and the Necromancer and Oh, okay. And, yeah. So I feel like chest, I, I feel like they might be done with that one finally. Yeah, that was the only game that didn't actually get an announcement. 
Um, but every other game had like some sort of update or something like that. So. And when I mean done, I, I mean I feel like they'll never really stop doing the seasons and stuff for that. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think that's probably about it. Um, so yeah, so Star Starcraft Two is now going free to play, which is cool, I guess. Um, I think that's I feel like that's the weird Blizzard game that like no one talks about. Yeah, in our circles, like it's a cool game. And they actually, the co-op mode in StarCraft Two is actually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all the different commanders you get to play, and they all play like really differently. Um, that's really fun, and that's actually gonna be part of the free-to-play section of the game. So, I might try rounding up some people to try to play that mode because I, I was uh, gonna say, and and that mode is like more simplified, right? Like, yeah, each commander just, has like they have less things, so it's yeah. not like it, they have like a special ability. Um, they're like, oh, these are like they are specialized in vehicles or whatever. It's like, they can't even build Marines, you know, it. So they just do that sort of thing, which I think simplifies it a little bit more for the average gamer coming in. And just like people who just want to play like an RTS and have some fun Mm -hmm. and also play with someone else, which is like, it's, it's, I think it's a good balance and is one of those things that really helps, um, keep Starcraft two kind of going for like the more casual player that isn't Mm -hmm. into like the, the story or the, um, uh, actual like pvp aspects of it which can be very intense and crazy um that mode super fun totally so that's free to play uh world of warcraft is a new expansion yay more stuff uh the lions and the horde are mad at each other again now it seems to be just leaning into that some of those things where it's like man they really are just kind of like yep sure are running low on ideas here I last time say... you killed the same guy again now it's like oh they're at war again okay cool i mean i guess sure their tentative alliance didn't work out oh wow okay there's gonna be another cataclysm yeah seriously <laughs> well oh, speaking no. of which they announced that there's gonna be vanilla wow which people were very excited about which yeah. i have no idea why because vanilla wow nowadays is terrible like it's it's gonna be awful it's there's no quality of life improvements you have to get 60 people to do a raid or is it 40 Easy. 40 man raids Easy. Yeah, yeah. Just find all your, you know, your thirty nine other friends. Um, and like the, the tunements and stuff, it's it seems rough, but like, I it, there is a demand for it, obviously, uh, because mm-hmm. there have been people they've been shutting down all those custom servers. I, I assume because they were planning on doing this and like running an official vanilla World of Warcraft server, which there is some nostalgia we had from leveling up in Elwyn Forest, and you know the, some of the alliance quests are some of the best there is in that first section of wow but like the grind is just so long to get to 60 like it's ridiculous um especially when they ramped it up in the later ones and kind of retooled the first one because it just desperately needed it it just doesn't i'm just curious how that game will do if anyone will even play it like they don't even know if it's free or anything um you know if people actually play that game mm-hmm. and like stick with it or if it'll just be kind of like a fun nostalgia thing to go in and be like, oh, cool. All right. Well, not going to do any end game stuff. Like, that was fun to like run around in the old game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some people are really excited about that. And I'm just like, dude, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. Will you have fun? Will you have fun? Do you remember how like hard it was to level up because you just get ganked all the time, like the PvP servers? Because it was just ridiculous. So, well, much I mean, fun. there's, there's that like, I think there's like that infamous like clip of, of, uh, at some panel, somebody like saying, "Like, hey, have you ever thought of like doing legacy ser- legacy servers or whatever?" And he, the the developer was just like, "No, 
And then, then like, another one chiming in and being like, you think you want that, but you don't really want that, or whatever. And at the time, it seemed kind of callous, but, I mean, they're probably right. Like, in terms of... Yeah. It may, like, it it would be such a neat... I feel like it would be such a niche audience that that actually wants this and wants to totally. return to it's this. a total nostalgia trip like this is sort of thing that a lot like like so many people are gonna be like i want that they're gonna go in and play it and be like this is great and then like go back to like current you know you totally know I mean? but i like, mean even i probably blizzard just you know their crazy math machine they probably were like oh well enough people are gonna play it that we'll make our money back with the amount of retooling like it's it's fine even if like certain amount of people play it like who cares? It'll be at least some people, you know, if, especially if they charge a monthly fee, just like old World of Warcraft, you know, or current World of Warcraft. Um, it's interesting, but it's not not for me. Not for me. Not for you. Not for you. Uh, what, what else? Are there? Uh, Overwatch, they announced a new character. Yeah. Yep, um, Moira. Moira. Mm-hmm. And she's it, Irish. She, she, yeah, she's got red hair. She, she has a she has like I will say like one of the more realistic Irish accents in in a media. Yeah, um, it's not like it's weird because like it's not it's not it's not. Hello, I'm Irish. Hello, my name is Moira, and I'm Irish. It's like it's very understated and sounds normal. Which is I feel like Overwatch has gone both ways because there's like characters like Torbjorn, which is a very <laughs> which like are, a cartoon, yeah, very cartoonish like Swedish accent. But then characters like um, he was like, also an early he was also a pretty early character I think as well. If yep. you think about like since then, they've most of them have been. But then there's more... like Farah and Anna who have like more much more accurate like depictions of of. What uh, about Tracer? Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> the earlier the earlier the character, the more cartoony they were. Yeah, but Farah didn't have it. So I mean, there's a couple. Uh, the earlier, I didn't say like I didn't say like. All the early characters, yeah, just meant, like true, the more true. early, it, the more likely they are to be cartoony. And Lucio, um, you couldn't even tell he was from Brazil because yeah. he's this... got just an American accent, yeah. basically. Um, that's it. I, I did meet. I did. I did meet someone from Brazil who did not meet the cliche version of Brazil mm-hmm. Brazilian at all. Like he was born in Brazil, raised in Brazil. Like he was very pale. Um, like had like kind of brownish, like oh, yeah, blondish like hair. Yeah. Like and his his last name sounded like Swedish of some kind, uh, but it, but he he was from Brazil, born and raised, spoke fluent Portuguese, and had a very American accent. Like he could speak English with a very American accent. So, um, I yeah, I guess that's more common than than not than it's it might be imagined. The thing about Overwatch is funny is that like it started out especially with those initial trailers as like superheroes, like um. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, it's a multiplayer shooter, but the lore is all like, like the Incredibles. You know what I mean? It's kind of mm-hmm. what it got a vibe of, and like much more recent lore and backstory stuff has been like this is a dark and gritty world. They were part of a UN task force. They were shut down because of their <laughs> extra national and extrajudicial powers. That the people rebelled again, like it's just like, oh gosh, this is like, this is a colony of monkeys on the moon. It's like that's cool. Killed all the scientists on the moon and took it over. It's like, oh okay, it's like, it starts out as this very like Incredibles colorful like Pixar-y thing, and then um, everything more recently has been much more like uh, gritty. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
That's my point. I, I don't think that's because they're also introducing but... all the bad characters too, like all the mean guys. So Ooh, they're meanies, mini mini pants. Um, yeah. So I played that character actually. Um, she's really cool. Actually, I think she's um probably one of the more interesting support characters I played because she does damage. Mm-hmm. And, so do the other ones. And, yeah, I know, but she kind of like does a little bit more different type of damage, like debuffing type stuff. She like is both. She's like she, she attacks, she protect. Yeah, exactly. But most important, she... uh, I didn't. I actually didn't see anything about like I've like completely fallen off Overwatch. What does she do? Like what she, are all? What's her? Well, she setup? has two things. She has two arms. One of them is like crazy. She has two evil. arms. One of them. One of them's insane. good. Two, but uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> choose your insane. arm poison. Um. So one one, one does heals. damage. One heals as you shoot it out. You run out of. Uh, heal shoot stuff, and then you do the the bad arm to heal the shoot stuff, and then <laughs> the bad you, know, you got you got these balls. You could turn oh, these balls. You could balls. choose the ball to throw out the good arm or the bad arm. And you, you could do heals with balls, or you could do um, you know these bad balls to hit the bad guys. Uh, and she has a blink, so she blinks through things. That's cool. And she, uh, her ultimate is like a beam that heals and, and does damage. And, yeah. So you can just like, like a big team fight. You just spray that all over the place. And it's all good. It's all gravy. Um, yeah, she's pretty cool. She's got some uh, cool stuff going for her. Um, she's just a little bit more agile than I guess. Well, I don't know. A lot of the healers are agile. She's just a different type of agile, I guess. Well, um, I mean, I imagine she's going to be fairly squishy, right? Uh, yeah, she seemed pretty squishy. But she also seemed to do a decent amount of damage. Um, How much health did she have? I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at that. I, I mean, I mean, uh, technically, like Zenyatta does a fair amount of damage. Yeah, yeah Zenyatta is one of the more powerful. I was gonna say she characters. feels a lot more like Zenyatta in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I mean, even though even the, the whole yeah, even the whole healing hurting aspect is very Zenyatta. I mean, he's not and the balls, one, but, like, the balls, and yeah, he's got balls as well. He's got balls. Um, she's really cool. I think honestly, when she drops, I might get back in the game. Then I played Arisa because I was like, oh, cool. I've never played her, and I'm like, wow, this character's cool. Yeah, no, I I I played a little bit of Arisa, um, and she is a cool character. She's a really cool character, actually. Interesting, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah. So that's Overwatch news, and they're la- uh, launching a new map called Blizzard World, which is cool. I it's like a theme park with Blizzard stuff that's just mm-hmm. in world, which is weird. So they have a pl- a great place called like Snacks Aramis, which I'm like, yes, that's such a good name. Um, <laughs> and just that level is really cool to walk around, kind of explore, and just see. You know, all the little nods and winks and all that stuff. Where you could find, like, you know, Stormwind armor in the back lot where it's, like, hidden from the cast member-only section. It's it's a fun level, and it actually plays uh, pretty well. It's like a, a assault-slash-payload hybrid. Um, pretty fun. And That's then, cool. um, let's see the other games. Yeah, uh, Heroes of Storm has a, yeah, more characters, new map, same stuff, more, more stuff. Yeah, um, what was this dragons thing I was seeing? Yeah, so they have these two dragons. One of them's Alex Straza, I think is her name, and she's from World of Warcraft. She's just a lady that turns into a dragon. Um, there's a few people in World of Warcraft that do that, and then of course uh, Hanzo. Hanzo, who also shoots dragons, is the other character that's added to the game. Um, I played both of them, and they're both just kind of fine. Not um, your, not your type. Not of my type. Um, one of them's like a, a healer, which has this weird skill shot, and Hanzo is just weird too. I don't know. They're not, not my style, but I, I did like the new map that they were showing off. It seemed pretty cool. Um, 
I want to. I want to see more weird characters in Heroes of the Storm. You know, they. I feel like they. They. They remembered they had Overwatch and that they could put Overwatch characters in here, and that's yeah. what they've been focusing on. You're totally right. I feel the same way because it's like, oh, cool, because yeah, cause... Overwatch is huge right now. It's totally. Totally. the thing. Just that, like, They're putting all the Overwatch characters in, but uh, the developers they had a uh, talk and they were talking about like putting characters in and they're like oh it's not a matter of if we're gonna do it it's a matter of when we're gonna do it it's just <sighs> sure. it's a time thing so they're like yeah someone mentioned like where's the rock and roll racer and all that stuff and he's like i you know he's on the dock somewhere i guess you know <laughs> well i mean that's that's kind of a cop-out answer though too because totally. like i'm sure i'm sure literally every blizzard character is on a they have a they have a list of they do blizzard yeah. character so it's, it's not like it's not that to say like oh yeah he's on the list it's like well yeah every character which, which one are you actually gonna do exactly yeah. I mean Deckard Ethan I want to know what tell me which one are they gonna which one Deckard Kane Deckard Kane do it give me that Hearthstone Tavern man His, yeah uh, throw Deckard, some cards and stuff Deckard Kane's ult is stay stay a while and listen and then everyone just sit like sits down and listens to him yeah, as he, yeah. So it's he, just he's, a, he's his ultimate he's, stun it, it's root, a, it yeah. roots it roots yeah, yeah. um. So that was their announcement. And then the last uh, game they had was, well, I'm doing this out of war, but the game they had was um, Hearthstone, which I had no expectations. I was like, whatever, Hearthstone. Announce your dumb expansion. Let's see what this is. And say, announce their dumb expansion. It's like, cool, Kobolds and Caverns, which is a reference very heavily to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Kobolds are like no, these weird really? candlemans. Yeah, those kobolds guys. Are in, kobolds are in other. Uh... Oh, are they? Yeah, I mean, kobolds are in Dungeons and Dragons. Well, are, are you saying Blizzard ripped off a, a, another <laughs> property fantasy, and put it in their own thing? For their... I mean, yeah, kobolds. I think, but I think kobolds are like a. They, they, I don't even think Dungeons and Dragons invented them. I, I think they're just like an existing fantasy, uh, you know, creature. Anyway, they're, that's the new expansion. They got some new treasure. So what they want to do is do this kind of like dungeon type feel where it's like oh man D D style where it's like you're going through dungeon crawling and that's fine they had a new expansion fun but what the interesting part that i really hooked me and i thought was gonna be really interesting is they have this kind of roguelike mode they've added to the game where what? you yeah where you go through and you get a deck of 10 cards and you go and face a, de- a different deck which is a deck of bosses that randomly gets drawn i think there's like 40 different bosses and you have to kill eight of them in order and each of them get harder and harder as the game goes on um so you play the first round, you beat that boss, and then you get a, a selection of uh, uh, three different types of treasure, which can be added to your deck, and then another set of like a pack of treasure depending on your cards. So like four priest cards, three different types that are all like different specialties. So it'd be like, this one's all about healing, this one's about attack, this one's, you know, uh, a buffing. And those type of cards, and then you go on the next round, and you keep fighting and fighting and collecting more and more cards to your deck as the enemies get harder and harder. And there is, like, a certain set of enemies, and they all have their own special thing. There's, like, 40 of them. And at, that just seems really interesting to me. Like, that just seems like a really cool way to shake up the uh, the Hearthstone mechanic, but also add a uh, more interesting single-player mode than those single-player-type battles. Yeah, like, oh, that sounds here's... a lot cooler. Yeah, it sounds like a cool mix between, like, Arena, where you're kind of drafting, uh-huh. but it's more... Uh, focused on you know like these different creatures you're going against, not just people. So you know someone could just straight up draft better than you in arena, which always been a problem. But like, sure, there's going to be that random chance that oh you're not prepared for this type of uh, character in the dungeon. Yeah, but I mean, like it seems more fair to me. Like it's totally. like oh, this is just it's which is very roguelike of it. And um, 
yeah, so I, th- I guess I don't know. What the one thing I want to know is what's the prize when you beat it? Like, can you do it like multiple times a day? Can you beat it? Yeah, it was, I, it... that would be my one concern is that like, what's the limit on how much I can enjoy this? Yeah, uh, that and like, um, I mean, the nice thing about it, though, is you don't need any cards to play it. Like it gives you a deck like you don't need to go in and buy cards to enjoy this mode, which I think is also another thing that gets troublesome when you're playing like any of the single player content that they released before mm-hmm. is that you don't have the cards to actually complete the level if yeah. you're not high enough totally. um unless you get lucky but this one it's like oh you're drafting it so all the cards are on the table <laughs> um but yeah i don't i know if you don't beat it you don't get anything i know that's a thing but i don't know what you get if you do beat it but uh i'm very interested in seeing that and that's coming out like this next month i think yeah i think it's coming out this Either early December or like end of November. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually that that was the catalyst. I mean, go. Oh, I guess I'll just poke into Hearthstone, see what's going on there. And also, I was watching some Hearthstone esports. Yeah, very interesting uh, because they they have this whole tavern you could play in set up at BlizzCon, and they have like beer, like actually like good draft beer that you can buy. Nice. That's not super expensive. Um. And like an actual live band playing, and you could just hang out and play a tavern brawl, a tavern fight, or whatever. But they had on the screen some uh, Hearthstone battles, and it's interesting because this is there was a team of people playing, so it was three people all playing the same. Uh, like they would switch off and play, mm-hmm. but basically, like they all just gave each other advice. And I'm like, oh, this is like one of the only games where you can like watch someone play and give them advice. And like tell them like oh you should do this you should do that like that's that's an interesting thing I never thought of in competitive plays that you can have a team and they're all playing one character sure like, I, don't know. I I just no 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 I'm sure it's a really great feature I just I mean I know I just immediately thought of someone going like you should you're doing that wrong you should do this totally I mean yeah that's bad a bad play, team man. but yeah bad play to be fair that happens in Overwatch now no exactly that happens in that happens in every video game that someone can watch you play that someone yeah. can watch you play which totally. is every video game because streaming is a thing. Yep. Uh, um but yeah, uh that that got me back into that game. And the rest of BlizzCon, it was cool. Um sat in some panels and did some stuff like that. But uh yeah, it was fun. Cool. Good time if you're a Blizzard fan. Well, that took uh let's go out there. Let's go ahead and get the rest of this news out of the way. <sighs> yes. Um the Meverse the beloved Miiverse that we all visited every day mm-hmm. um, from the Nintendo Wii U. Hey, we got a, a little bit of content out of out of the Miiverse. Uh, give me your no, train. Give me your train. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that completely. Never um, forget the train. Which game was that for? I can't remember. Uh, that was for Sonic. That was, that Sonic was, Boom? Was it? Yes, it was Sonic Boom. Boom. Uh, Rise of Lyric. The um, listen, the Miiverse is actually pretty. I I I I joke, but the Miiverse is pretty great. It had some great stuff in it. It's going away. It's gone though. It's gone now. It's, it's already gone. gone. It's gone. Sad. I'm so it's sad. Come... I, you can even get. To, you can't even get on your 3ds anymore. It has nope. come to an end. Um, so the they they actually did in typical Nintendo fashion. Uh, Nintendo fans actually they 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 created a a big mural using several sketches of Miiverse frequenters' uh, goodbye letters, and it's 
It's very nice. It's very yeah, nice looking. It's cool. What'd be nicer is leaving it up, but that's okay. Yeah. I ain't mad. But I can kind of understand why they would get totally. getting rid of this hosting service for a, a platform they don't use anymore. Mm-hmm. What was? Oh man, what was the? What was like the? The DS like, or was it 3DS like messaging service or whatever that weird? I, I think one. Yeah, Picto Chat. Yes, Picto Chat. Picto Chat was not like DS. a. That was, but Picto Chat was just like a direct t- person to yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they there also was had another one called like SendNote too on 3DS. Yeah, on the that 3DS, was the, there was one that you could like draw pictures on, but like better. I remember that got like shut down early too. Yeah, that did too. I I remember because I the only time I ever used it was during the the big Animal Crossing, uh, craze. I uh I would like tell people what fruit was in my town and that they should come visit me. Yes, I remember that. I remember getting, I remember getting those ads yeah. and I was like, ooh, fruit. I'm going to go I'm gonna go visit Ricardo's town. I got peaches. Ooh, they're delicious. Um, I could eat the peach for hours. Um, <laughs> 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 um, with that said, it's gone now. Good night, sweet Paul, Paul. prince. Pour one out for the Meverse. Um, um, and Ricardo segueing neatly into from one subject to another. Speaking of ends, the video mm-hmm. game voice actors strike. You wrote you wrote voice actors strong has now officially oh, ended. It but is, it is very not strong. Voice act- it is not the voice actors strong. It is the voice actors yeah. laying down of arms. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. So I mean. There's not a ton to add, but the the strike has has officially ended, and the terms are as such. Um, SAG after voice actors. Let's see. Uh, now basically, almost none of the stuff that they wanted to get, they got. They did get a couple. Yeah, so they things. got they they got bonuses for recording sessions, which I think is still due on like that weird system of like number of sessions adds yeah, up not, to a single was, bonus it, it, or yeah, something like that. It was not what they wanted, which was like basically residuals for how well the game sold. Uh-huh. Uh Let's see. There's also new transparency provisions, which this was actually a big part of of it. Which um, here, reading from the Polygon article, it says. The deal also contains transparency provisions that will enhance the bargaining power of our members' representatives by requiring the companies to disclose the code name of the project, its genre, whether the game is based on previously published intellectual property, and whether the performer is reprising a prior role. Which is hmm. h- hilarious that, that, that it's like, all right, Nolan, here, record these lines. Well, we can't tell still... you what game it is. No, well, I bet, I bet he knew. I what, know. Like, but like, I, but it, I, here's the thing that's like, I think I heard like Waypoint talking about this a little bit of like, it still is not like, it's like more transparent than it was, which was like nothing mm-hmm. before. But now it's like, it's a sequel. A sequel to what? One it's of our sequ- most successful franchises. Yeah, it's like okay, that doesn't tell me what game <laughs> I'm making a ga- what, what thing I'm making a game for then. Um, also, a big thing that they want to do is like extra money for like damaging voice. Yeah, for work, yelling. And I don't and... think they got that. I don't think they got that either. So. Uh, uh, going on, it says members are also protected by disclosure of whether they will be required. To use unusual terminology, okay. profanity, or racial slurs. Oh, yeah. Pro- like, whether yeah, there will be stuff. content of a sexual or violent nature, and whether 
live action stunts will be required. That's probably more so, in terms of uh, that's performance it, capture. But again, that's better than what they had before. So so yeah, uh, yeah. It doesn't seem like they got a a ton of what they wanted. With but um, I mean, the strike has been going on for a fair amount of time. I'm sure a lot of these, a lot of people on both sides just wanted to get back to back to work, so to speak. Business. So. Uh, I mean... But people who won't be going back to work... Oh, God. The people who worked at Runic Studios, which, uh, um, yeah. if that name sounds familiar, it's the people who made Torchlight, Torchlight 2, and, like, literally, like, weeks ago, uh-huh. came out with a game called Hob, uh-huh. um, yeah. which I'm guessing did not sell as well as the Chinese company that owns Runic Studios uh-huh. wanted it to sell. In, fa- in fact, there's a, there's a related article from polygon on that links from this article that's titled how runic games was reborn after torchlight the story behind hob which is very sad now thinking that they they released that game and it literally did you know didn't do didn't do enough for them yeah. Uh, so yeah perfect world entertainment uh, a china based publisher they acquired Majority this, stake this in Runic back in seven years a ago, while in 2010. Ago, yeah. And I think that like this, the line that they have is great because like this has been this whole kerfuffle about EA closing down, um, like Visceral, and EA was like, "We're looking to change the tone of the game to be a wider, you know, like it's basically games of the service, games of the mm-hmm. service. We want more money." And then, and like that whole Jason Schreier interview, uh, or not even an interview, but Jason Schreier like like big breakdown of how that whole happened, and he talked to the. The, the one of the head guys at EA, and he was like, no, 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 that's not what it is at all, even though <laughs> their previous statement said exactly that. But then this one is just, like, straight up just, like, Chinese company, as part of Perfect World's continued strategy to focus on online games as a service. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, why we did we it. Don't, we, we want mobile games that people keep paying money, for, like, people keep buying over uh, and over again. Yeah, so there's some, some words um, from uh, Marsh Leffler, uh, the head of Runic, Talking about they're thinking uh, continued support of fans and whatnot. Uh, it's sad. Uh, you'd hope that a lot of these guys uh, end up on you know on future projects related to you mm-hmm. know related to dungeon crawlers or I guess you know Hob was more of a of a platform style. It was it was kind of a Zelda like yeah what I've heard. But uh, this also the article also mentions that Perfect World has laid off uh, a lot of the team that made Gigantic as well. Oh no! So yeah. it's a good it's a good thing we didn't spend any money on that. So that's pretty <laughs> it's a good thing or a bad thing. Is it a yeah, bad thing? Maybe, maybe we made we're the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to look at that. But I mean, it it's hard specifically that Gigantic was just. It's it just didn't catch on. It needed to it catch didn't, on, right? But it's I a mean, free to play game. It needs to like mm, needs to be big. Yeah, and... I was thinking about how like that game was fun, and then all my friends I know was kind of dropped off it. I was like, like oh, we I... all played it, and we're like, this is good, but it wasn't. It didn't like like it was good. I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like oh, I can't wait to get home and play Gigantic, especially when like PUBG was around the same time, and we were yeah. There's other games that I wanted to play that were just more drawing like it, it it was too it was still slightly rough around the edges it wasn't it wasn't like a smooth experience overall so yeah yeah, yeah. uh big bummer because that Best game has a lot of creative to work to him 
lot, yeah. of, lot of creative stuff in it. But yeah. yeah. Um, uh, more bad news in terms of layoffs. It feels I've. I mean, that's the nature of news, the news cycle. But there's a lot of bad news. Um, Telltale has laid off 25 percent of their workforce. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I'm. I'm. This has been something that I'm that I've been like kind of waiting for. Mm-hmm. Not like you know, not like happily or anything like that, but just in terms of. You know what I mean? Like, like Telltale grew and grew and grew and became like this huge thing, and like hasn't changed their games or their engine Mm-mm. very much, like across this whole time. And like mm-hmm. that, you're just gonna hit the bottom. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna, you're gonna cap out on how much people will be willing to pay for the same thing you know, uh, repeatedly. Yeah. So one of the pull quotes here does say that the ga- that the studio's looking to refocus on delivering fewer. Uh, fewer better games with a smaller studio which i mean honestly telltale was was cranking out a ton of of these yeah, like licensed games year. yeah so much so that it's like i couldn't believe how quickly they had overturned like a second batman series like that that quickly yeah yeah um but then i think this one is yeah, so so the full quote by uh, Telltale CEO Pete Hawley here is, Our industry has shifted in tremendous ways over the past few years. The realities of the environment we face moving forward demand we evolve, as well reorienting our organization with a focus on delivering fewer, better games with a smaller team. Um, so yeah, I mean, I... I <sighs> there's no good way to spin that and it's but it's it is also somewhat i guess refreshing in this current climb uh, this current climb to say that they're going to refocus on what they feel like the studio did best and not necessarily refocus on what the current market is demanding in terms of the the whole loot box and you know cur- like recurrent model that 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 a lot of studios are talking about right. although in in a sense the telltale games have kind of been a recurrent model just in the fact that they release the episodes piecemeal and they come out one mm-hmm. at a time so they're kind of and they ask you again after the first episode of each of them to buy in for the full for the full deal sort of thing yeah but i mean they also after a while it's weird because that first episode becomes like a weird teaser Mm-hmm. They always goes out for free, like maybe uh, six months down the line when the whole series comes out. Like they always release the first episode for free. It's kind of like a teaser to get people in, and then they're like, "Hey, why don't you buy the whole thing?" Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think the problem is is that they're stretched. They have so many properties, but they're not putting like the love and care in them that they kind of need. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, where they have like a, their own cool little mechanic or whatever, like. Batman has like better action or whatever, um, but like it's, it's still fundamentally the same thing. And unless you have amazing writing, like amazing, like the writing is not bad and it's pretty good for the most part. But like it, it, they kind of get lost in the shuffle. Like Tales from the Borderlands is probably their best game, but like almost nobody played it. Sadly, mm-hmm. despite it having definitely the sharpest writing of any of the. Uh, and great, better characters than like any of the other Telltale games that are all like established properties, you know, because they they had more. The problem is, is the established properties bring people in, but they get bored because they're like, oh, this is just okay because they're working within those established properties. But something they have much more freedom in, like Borderlands, I'm assuming, 
I felt like they had more, they were able to do more interesting things with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard because, like, I mean, like, I'm usually, like, I, I, I'm usually, like, a fan of, like, big creativity, but I feel like a lot of their license games were really well, but they were definitely kind of relying on just getting whatever the current big license was. Totally. As and a then, kind of a crutch. And, and, and essentially, you know, yeah, like, skinning it over their current, like, skinning it over the same, like, skeleton repeatedly mm-hmm. and repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah, there's only so far you could take that. Uh-huh. And again, I I I think it's no surprise I, to me where that those seams sort of finally started to come apart, and it was was for Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that definitely is like where it started. Like they had stuff after that that was fine, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's obviously still sad with people who lost their jobs. That's not that's never great. Um, but I've been, yeah, kind of like wondering, Telltale has not really innovated in a while and wondering how long they can keep that business model going. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll pivot here, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see. And I think that this is a very, uh, salient, uh, statement then here from take two then in kind of our last big yeah i mean i guess sort of our last big ish news story that last one that got tacked on <laughs> it got tacked on all right um the current consumer spending yes so <laughs> take two boxes Ethan. take two ceo strauss zelnick uh essentially is saying like for every game that they that, that they are going to put out from now on they are implementing some kind of recurrent spending and the exact quote from uh that got pulled from Gama Sutra here uh Zelnick is saying we've said that we aim to have recurrent consumer spending opportunities for every ti- for every title that we put out as this comp- at this company it may not always be an online model it probably won't always be a virtual currency model but there will be some ability to engage in an ongoing basis with our titles after release across the board. So Take-Two, obviously, uh, is, is the 2K series. They're Rockstar. They're a lot of different, uh, you know, publishers out there. And, um... It's, it's basically not that weird of a thing to say. It's definitely to, not... Especially, that... especially to your investors, right? Because your investors don't play video games. They don't give an F. They want to make sure you're making a lot of money. It and definitely you say, isn't... hey, every one of our games will have multiple income sources, mm-hmm. basically. It's but just the it just time... Sounds... It's just yeah. the timing. Yeah. Because, because it's been such a... With, you know, with the, the, you know, the closing of Visceral and... And the whole hand wringing over like, oh, are single player games dead? Like, yes, it just comes at a point to say like, you know, uh, uh, the head of a of a huge company essentially saying, well, well, yeah, like we're our our goal now is to make sure that people are continually giving us stuff when they play our games. Like, there's no more... It doesn't seem like there's But a... that's not the same thing as single-player is over, though. Totally not. That's, totally that's, not, uh, but it is... But it, but it is, if they are going to be a single-player game, there needs to be some kind of... Whether it be DLC or cosmetics or something, there needs to be something that... Or online, like GTA Online. Yeah, there needs to be something that has a 
the player continue to play our game. Like, there's no more... And play it's the funny. game be done. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, this comes at a point post GameStop's kind of, like, GameStop, like, trade-in games sort of being the big, like, scare in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like, that, people aren't doing that as much, specifically because of the digital, like, because of the digital model, there's not really a way to do that. Like, I'll never sell Destiny, because I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna play that game later on, you Yeah, know? but, like, this seems like it's a, almost a weird, like, direct reaction to that, but it's just come, like, sort of late at this point in a weird way, but yeah. I don't know. That's just the way I yeah. see it. Like, the way is you're not supposed to ever put your game back on the shelf or sell it or give it to somebody else. You're supposed to keep, like, keep it as a platform. Keep spending yeah. money on it. Keep it as a platform. Yeah. I don't know. Games, they're weird now. And yet we still also have... Some of the Super- best games ever. Yeah, and Super Mario Galaxy, which is... No, Galaxy? Odyssey. Uh, excuse me. Well, Super we Mario do. Galaxy is a great game. Well, we game. do have Super Mario Galaxy, but we, we still do. Mario, it's not gone. We have Super Mario Odyssey, which seems to fly in the face of a uh, lot of those. They're shutting the servers down for Super Mario Galaxy next year. No, uh, all, the, all the servers. So sad. All right, Ethan. I think you put this last news story on, didn't you? Yeah, man. Got to talk What's, about it. Got to be. Gotta be sad I, I haven't read this yet. What is this? So. You know oh Pokemon no! Go? It's the same studio. I didn't even it's realize it was the same, same studio. studio. It's literally the same studio. Niantic's like, "Hey, we had such a remember great that, job." Remember that and game we've made twice now. We're gonna make it again. Successful <laughs> Pokemon Go game. Remember this game? We can seem to barely hold together, even though it's hey been man, out it's for... making them buckets of it's making them buckets <laughs> of money. I Instead of making a new, improving the current game, let's make a new game with a new property. The makers of Pokemon Go are going to release a game called Harry Potter. Wizards Unite, an AR mobile app set to launch next year. Co-developed with Warner Brothers Interactive. So, um, cool? I don't know what you What do, do you do? Do you collect Harry's? Um, oh, do you collect players will fight enemies? legendary beasts and team up with others to take down powerful enemies. It's just Pokemon. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just Harry Potter. It's just like they're not even they're not even gonna they're not even gonna like make it about wizards. It's just gonna be like ah, you fight monsters. Can you catch them and then you can use them to fight other monsters? Look, yeah, and <laughs> and and oh god, and instead of like instinct and and valor, it's just <laughs> you just take the different houses <laughs> yeah this is like the houses i mean that's definitely gonna be what it's gonna be oh uh, it's like hey why don't you put in trading to the first game remember that when you promised i mean oh did sure. they did they oh they did that at some point no there's no trading still, still. okay no, yeah, pokemon ethan's still the recent like, pokemon go ethan's the pokemon go expert here he has a lot of the, things missing from that game still like the they app. a few quality of life things but like a lot of the main components are just gone. They're just not there. I guess the only thing they've added is raids, and that's fine. That's the only thing that's like major that they've added that's a main gameplay thing. Besides, they're just adding more Pokemon. They're like, "Looks Gen three. I'm like, I don't care about Gen three. Where's all the other stuff you told me? Yeah, it's easier for us to just pull these Pokemon models from. Yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. From... Let's just make some Pokemon models, and it's fine. We're just, We're just pulling the assets from the the 3DS games, anyways. Yep. Yeah. Just polish them up a little bit. You're good to go. Ugh, that's hilarious. Anyway, get, get excited to play. Help, no, help. I'm good. 
get. I'm excited. Oh I, yeah. I want to see what they do. I just want to see the skin they put on it. I want to see. I, I yeah. I'm I'm being uh, you know being a. Uh, I can't wait to fairly... I can't wait to catch a legendary being a Potterhead. Yeah, being being uh, you know uh you know not like a huge Patronus? Harry Potter fan, but like Ricardo, did you go did you go to Pottermore and get a, get your I own did. Patronus? Yeah, I do too. I think I'm mine... mad. I got real mad at mine. Oh yeah, what mine's a gray. Mine's a gray squirrel. I yeah. think. I think mine literally was the, like literally uh, the most common rat rodent animal. I think mine was find. like a re- like was like a red squirrel. I think. Well, there you go. <laughs> I also got pissed because well no see I did Pottermore twice. I did it like first when it was like uh, just super a, new. Like a, yeah, like in a site, and I got Hufflepuff, and I was like, yeah, I'm tight with that. Like I like that shit. And then like it got redone. Where like there was a bunch of like new stuff because like the original one didn't didn't necessarily it was real basic. Have, yeah it was yeah. real basic and was kind of more of just a summary of the books and then I did the new one and I'm like all right time to do this to get sorted in my house Hufflepuff because that's my house and then they're like you're Gryffindor and I'm like bitch I'm not Gryffindor I'm Hufflepuff <laughs> you dick <laughs> so then I got real mad and didn't really like listen to anything else it told me. I wonder if there's gonna be a sorting got, hat I, for this. I got Ravenclaw. Like, don't pick your house. Just uh, be sorted. Pick your house. No. Pick it. Sorted. Um. Well, now that the news is sorted, it's time for trailer trash. Trailer trash. Dang old Halloween bound over time for cream and get it out. Uh, yep, something was said there, I'm sure. Um, well, again, once again, just like last week, we have a YouTube playlist. If you click the link, you'll be able to see all the trailers that we listed. I know this thing. Uh, yes, of course. I you suggested do, it. Yeah, it was your idea all along. <laughs> um, but for those who haven't heard, yeah, click the link in our um, in our description or on our website, and you'll be able to, or go to YouTube.com/slash/PixelLegends, and you'll be able to see. Our cool uh, playlist for this week's trailer trash. Um, the first trailer was Planet of the Apes: Last Frontier, and this is the play link, l- link. Play, link. play link PlayStation on your phone game. Um, play link Telltale. That seems like it's Telltale, and also like kind of like that hidden I agenda game that just Telltale came out like del- recently. I don't think Telltale developed it though. No, 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 but it's got like a your choices yes, will matter yes, kind yes. of like exactly. vibe to it and it looks like it's very much like that that new hidden agenda game that from the Until Dawn developers of just like everyone's on their phone voting on what to do next. Mm-hmm. Like all your friends will decide where the story goes by voting and stuff. Except um, you are you are ape. You are ape awkward you, man. You are ape. And I mean, I and guess that, that, it didn't really show much. Yeah. It was just like it was just a bunch of cave drawings, and then it's like, here's a model. It sounds of an like ape. you're just gonna play one of the apes in the, uh, the new movie, but that's like a side character sort of thing. So. Yeah. It, if you guys, if you watch the new movies, maybe you'll understand what's going on. But I haven't seen any of them, so they're good. I won't. Yeah, I know. I've heard they're great, but I just haven't had. I just haven't bothered to go see them. I haven't had time. Dude, they're good. Though. Okay. They're good. No, I, yeah, they're, they're good. good. <laughs> okay. Why haven't you played? They're good. All right. Go see it. Are they good? Go see it. Go see it. Go see the movies. Go see it. Go see it. The movies. Oh god. Go see it. I, I don't want to see it. I'm not. I'm not a fan of horror movies. It's pretty good. It's not that scary. I'm anyway. not a fan. I have I not seen that. 
Fishing master. Fishing master. You want if you this? Would, if you would like, if you would like a mumbly, I, I, uh, a, a mumbly man to kind of like walk you through. <laughs> Someone who game, doesn't isn't quite sure trailer. what emotion is. He's just... I think he's just. I think he's just a developer. Like it's a thing. He's not like a PR person. So they're just like, hey, you, 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 you can stop coding for five minutes. Do this video, and he's like, uh, okay, okay. So you just, this is what you do. Uh, <laughs> so basically, the game. you can fish. Oh wow! What? And you can fish in and exotic use, locations, and can, like like the Arctic, like the, like the Golden Gate, like the San Francisco San Bay, Francisco, where. Blue Marlin reside. I don't just, think they just really jumping do out of the water into your reside. boat. Yeah, that was scary, man. Like the way, you... and then and then and then pull and then just like pull on the PSVR or pull on the PlayStation Move controllers in awkward angles until you get the thing. Yeah, like the way it seemed like the all the fish were caught was with the same animation of them flying up into the boat, but like. The, with the Marlin, that's kind of scary because it's kind of like impale you. Yeah, those those um those that's noses happened, are sharp. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's happened. I mean, that's what that nose is for. It's exactly that situation of oh crap, something is trying to eat me. I need to stab it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That and disorienting large uh, schools of fish. Ooh. Anyway, uh, that's fishing master. Not not the best fishing trailer we've seen on this podcast. Definitely no, not. Definitely not. <laughs> no, nothing like dun 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 fishing. Dun fishing. Hey, the most. Metal I don't remember fishing. the name of that. I don't remember the name of that game either, but it was very dramatic. Um, Hand of Fate Two, a game that we're learning slightly more about every time we watch a trailer. Except for that it. this is the launch trailer, so we're not going to learn anything else about it. This I'm... is the most we'll ever learn about it. Yeah, it's a game where you appear to be talking to a weird card master man, and he puts cards down on the table, and then you move like a little figurine around, and then. You fight as that, then you, the card like gives you a weapon, and then you're like in a third person action game, and you're like fighting mans and dungeon crawling. Yeah, that I don't is... know how big those dungeons or mans are in relative to what what the table part it does, but it seems neat. Like, it doesn't seem bad. I just uh, I don't know how deep it is. And, like, and again, like this is sense. two, so obviously there was a previous one, <laughs> and it seemed to do well we could, enough. We could do research about this, but nah. I mean. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on There's only so much work that goes into this 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 operation. Work? Just like there's only so much work that seemed <laughs> to go into Sonic Forces. <laughs> oh, man. Got him. Got him. It's so much so that they're just like, you make the character, you dummy. We're <laughs> out of ideas. Also, this character creator, the character models look nowhere near. What the, what the, I mean, not that the rest of them look amazing or anything like that but the, the the create your own character models certainly don't look nearly as good standing next to sonic and tails uh-huh. and characters i mean i feel like the the reason they keep using like the same original Fox. character in yeah. all the things is because they're like all right we made like the most kind of semi-appealing character out of this character creator that anybody could possibly make so let's right. just use this kind of decent looking thing yeah um so yeah so this game is out now and i'm hearing not great things about it no and this trailer um, and it's is from the team who made sonic colors and sonic generations which you know say what you want about recent 3d sonic games they're mostly bad but those games were 
decent. I would at the very mm-hmm. least, I would say I like Sonic Generations a, a good. Sonic Generations yeah. is good. Sonic, Genera- okay. Sonic Generations was like the Sonic game that seemed to suggest that maybe that they could make like a good, like that that they mm-hmm. were capable of making a good Sonic game again. Um, yeah, oh, uh, but. This does not seem to be a good one. Also, very overly dramatic. Very uh... yes, it's very much like I feel like they're trying to create the vibe of the one the Sonic TV show that was called Sat AM, mm-hmm. Sonic Sat AM, um, because that show was all about like Robotnik had already taken over the planet, and this is like the Resistance fighters like trying to trying to like you know fight back. Yeah, and they're trying to go with that kind of vibe again mm-hmm. of like this is serious. Like we like. Robotics taking over everything. We gotta like the the town is like blown up and like smoke coming out of it yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like we gotta we gotta get the, we gotta fight back. It's all the and like all the all the like the background images for like the logo and stuff like that are like sparks and, and yeah like, fi- and red I, yeah fire and like and like, like isn't like the tagline join the resistance or something, something like that. Yeah, man. No, that's that's talking about current day politics. Oh yeah, time. totally. That's oh totally. The, the Eggman is Trump and um. Shadow is Paul Sean's Ryan. Oh, oh, Paul yeah. Ryan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, Metal Sonic is Jeff Sessions. Yeah, and uh, Chaos is Vladimir Putin. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Vladimir Putin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Vladimir Putin's like the that new weird looking guy. Oh right, yeah, he's the shadowy figure behind yeah. <laughs> behind it all. Uh, all right. World of Warcraft Battle, Battle for speaking Azeroth. Of, speaking of very self-serious trailers, here's two more for you As that a pl- probably pull it off slightly better than As- Sonic Forces. World do. of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth, as opposed to what the rest of Warcraft was about. <laughs> I, know. Was, <laughs> I know the war in Warcraft was just a concept in, up until now. Now it's serious. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. This is a big trailer. They fight an over thing. Yeah, it's it's the lady who's uh, who's a, an a evil elf dark lady, and then she's a forsaken. And then there's um, Anduin alliance guys, and they're Anduin. and they're attacking stuff, and and there's lots of cool army shots. And, it, and I said to Ethan, this just looks like Total War. I can uh, imagine War, Warcraft though being yep. in the BlizzCon atmosphere. Yeah, it was a cool trailer. One of the sure. and yeah, and when one of them goes for the horde, and the other one goes for the alliance, people being like, "Oh shit!" Most people hate Anduin too, and he did a really cool thing in this where he like he like revived like, his entire army that had yeah. been killed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, dude, that's cool!" And I'm like, "Yeah." And that's I would cool, have actually. probably been like when we were in Evo, and there were people freaking out about that that one versus game with the characters in it. Oh yeah. And we're just like, oh, shoot. We were all, we were all just like, cool, oh, cool. I guess. <laughs> what, are yeah. about, what are you talking about, Ricardo? When we were at Evo, we were the ones doing that whenever you freaked out hey, about. Hey, <laughs> I knew who Geese was. I didn't know who Ruby from our, from Ruby was or whatever. Predator Double. Predator Double. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that was a really cool trailer. Yeah, I mean... It was a good trailer. The game um, is not side like note, that. I, I didn't mention is yeah, the game's not like that. <laughs> the game's not. It's a uh, cool trailer. They did a cool thing where they had this massive uh, diorama, like probably one of the biggest ones I've seen of that battle, like uh, with the actual. Uh, oh, that castle. was what that was. 
Yeah, oh, so they that's had that. that was. Yeah, so they had that at BlizzCon, and they individually printed out um, a whole bunch of different characters from just they just pulled from the World of Warcraft server randomly. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so like, you can actually if you go on the characters. map, you can like find the, the coordinate of where your character is, and it'll show you like on the map kind of where it is. But it's like impossible you, to see. How do you? Yeah, how do you know if you were on it? You there's like a little uh, website you go to and you type in your character name and, and it's your, like he's but not every here. not every I'm sure of the 10 million people at World of Warcraft yeah no not everyone's on there I I type mine and I didn't get selected but like I think three or four people from the group I was hanging out with got selected which is a little oh, more than cool. half so it wasn't like a decent amount of people are in there like that's that's a really neat thing I'm sure though. they like, knew which people were coming to BlizzCon too right so they yeah they I could, th- they could think, match that up yeah of. maybe I don't know I don't know if that's it or um they just kind of just guessed. Like, uh, you know, because you're, you're, I mean, otherwise, like, well, I guess it could have probably fit everyone in BlizzCon there, but I mean, not, but the, but, uh, well, I mean, obviously you weren't in it, so like not every single person at BlizzCon, no, but they could pull true. from the BlizzCon attendees to make sure they're hitting. That's like, true. But I also, I don't think you have to type in your information. Like it's a separate ticket system. So sure. they don't know if you're actually that person or not, but sure. Um, well, I guess if you attach to your account, you'd know. Yeah. Anyway, that was a neat thing. Um, that was kind of based off this trailer. And then we watched the Overwatch Honor and Glory trailer, which is like Reinhardt's uh, origin story. Well, not really his origin story, but like his like his coming of age story. Yeah. And also the origin story of the um, Icewald map. Yeah. Yeah. So he um, was a crusader, a German, you know, kind of. I guess Germans, uh, Germany's it's, it's mobile, weird, like like their their efforts against division. the Omnics. Yeah, their their kind of contributions in, to the in war the, against in, the Omnics. In, in, in which, in hindsight, is one of those like most impractical, like let's put people in these giant robot suits that have shields on them, and it's just <laughs> like why? Because it looks really cool. I'm like, well, you got <laughs> it. Totally does. You're right. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was cool. It was a cool trailer. You know, his his, his mentor dies due to Reinhardt's foolishness. Spoilers, but yeah. And then Reinhardt has to take on the responsibility and. It feels bad. Does. He goes to he goes to Overwatch instead of his mentor. I gotta say, I wasn't a big fan of uh, of uh, young Reinhardt's look. I, not yeah, digging it. Too showy. It's uh, just I like generic handsome 80s, man. Too, I don't yeah, like. Too, too I don't. 80s. I'm not a fan of just the 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 chin goatee. I'm not not a fan of. It. <laughs> he looked like a, he looked like a frozen character. Yeah, like, like I think some suit. people have put him like next to like charming from the Shrek movies or something. Oh yeah, it's like, he looks like that guy. <laughs> or Flynn Rider with blonde hair. Yeah, from, kind uh, of tangled. Yeah, definitely. They never get the nose yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was this was real neat. I uh, Reinhardt's one of my favorite characters in Overwatch, so it was cool to actually see him get his thing especially since my real favorite character his thing was just okay soldier 76's little short was just okay yeah this is this is a better one of those than they've had they've had in like most recent ones Mm -hmm. i mean people loved the may one i thought it was okay but like people yeah i thought it was fine I mean, like, I, I, I think that, like, compared to, like, like compared, to, it's hard to say because, like, as animated shorts, right, as like little Mooney movies, mm-hmm. they're kind of like they're fine because there are like way better shorts in terms of like the story content mm-hmm. in like you know that like Oscar-winning you know shorts put out or totally. Pixar or that kind of thing puts out. But as video game things, like, they're pretty cool yeah, because no, they're nothing really is like that as far as video game stuff goes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a big expense to make these type of things. This animation is not they, cheap at them, all. And, and, like, a lot of them don't directly promote... No. Yeah, you like, get, it's, yeah. like, it's not like, hey, buy a new loot box or the new character. Oh, it's usually like a character you've already seen for around the Yeah, for a like while. technically what is the return on investment to making one of these things? I guess that it None. endears. It makes the fan base yeah, more dedicated. It makes yeah, your right. fan base more dedicated, and I guess it endears, you know, the property to people that may not I mean, not Blizzard has just such, such a strong it. fan base because of stuff like this. Just, yeah. You know, as much as I complain about loot boxes and stuff, like, they do cater their fans in a lot of ways and built up that brand loyalty it's actually pretty funny that um everyone's very much like yeah we love our games like we're excited about these games and they had, like a pre-interview before like the big press conference with their uh one of the co-founders of blizzard and it's just funny him you could totally tell this guy is a uh corporate man he just is like yeah we have a lot of great products and a lot of dedicated customers who are very <laughs> excited to see us and i'm just like dude come on man they're games don't call them products we have, it's like, it just makes it seem more like, yep, dude, I just see the numbers, man. We have a Doing lot good. of consumers here ready to consume. Uh, ready for recurrent consumer spending. Gross. Yay! Heard to that a lot. Gross. All right, guys. Which trailer won? Trailer trash. Mm-hmm. To me, it's honestly between the last two. Um... I'd probably yeah, say Yeah, it's a I'd probably say You know what? As someone who's not even super duper like I'm most familiar with Warcraft from Hearthstone, I I really like that I really like that Warcraft trailer a lot. I could feel the emotion yeah. behind Yeah, I I do agree. I mean, I it felt that... like I I think like I could feel it it felt pandery like a bit like as it, but like that but it felt like it was that was the whole point. I yeah. mean, like, not like, I, like it's not really a criticism of it so much because that's like that was obviously it's very genuine it was, pandering. That was obviously what it was there for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was probably the the coolest trailer. So yeah, I'll, I'll go. With I that agree. Too. That it's one wins. Sweeps. World of Warcraft is the best game ever. That's you heard it on the Pixel Podcast. Oh man, that's... if you thought World of Warcraft is great now, wait till you play Classic. Oh man, <laughs> you thought it was great now. Wait until you played it from 2004. Yep. 12 years of updates gone down the drain. Play it when They're just de- they're just deleting all the updates. No choice. Play no. it when <laughs> South Park made a episode about it. Yep. What if they Wait, what if they what if they rewind everything back to 2004 and then just start releasing the the, the existing expansions again. Oh God! The second, <laughs> second time in the same same exact Face order. Face in the Burning Legion. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so cool! It's so new. It just it's like they just release like War, yeah. World of Warcraft in a round. It's like yeah. and then like <laughs> yeah, and then like twelve years later, it's like all right, we're going back to vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> just keep doing it and doing it repeatedly. People just play over forever and over again. Yep. Man. That's, that's that's true. Don't give them any ideas. Alright, well that about wraps it up for the Pixel Podcast. Um thank you for listening. If you've been uh if you haven't subscribed to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate that. Check us out there. Um and we also have a Facebook page, Pixel Legends. I mentioned the YouTube page earlier where you can see all of our terror trash playlists. From this week and last week, so that's two whole playlists for you to check out. That's so more we'll than one. More. We'll be having more 
um, in the next uh, couple of episodes. If you follow us on Twitter, it's Pixel underscore Legends. You can see when we're releasing stuff. And our website is PixelLegends.com with one L. We'd appreciate it if you uh, took this out. But um, thank you for listening. Uh, any closing thoughts? Ethan's favorite thing from BlizzCon. Uh, every time there's a big giant Reinhardt and he walks around and has to like duck under things as cosplay. Pretty funny. Uh-huh. That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part whenever he had to duck under things. Mm-hmm. Also, at the place I was staying at, there was like a million tamales and I just kept eating tamales all day. <laughs> I felt like the best part about BlizzCon but... was the tamales. I know. Is that weird? Every time I get back from a convention, I'm like the best part of the convention was hanging out with my friends or like doing this thing that wasn't really the convention, but it was really cool. Oh, it's so weird that you like hanging out with your friends. I know. It's freaking weird, isn't it? A little weirdo. Yeah. Mm. Ricardo. Yeah. How weird is Ethan? He is weirder than. Uh, the thing on the top of the camp, cause I'm on my ass so hard, and then I mess around.